Welcome everybody to a bonus episode of Two on Three. Last week, our friends over at the Seven Days of Geek podcast were kind enough to have us on their show as we joined host Jason the Angry Ginger along with neighbor Cole as they led us through their take on the two-on-three format where we covered the Afterlife database, an epic Bruce Willis movie bracket, and finally a dad joke battle, or as listener Josh put it, a dad circle joke? Yikes. We hope you enjoy this two-on-three pod remix and make sure you head over to monkeypoostudios.com to check out Seven Days of Geek deconstructing dad podcasting 101 and the rest of their fine sources of auditory entertainment without further ado let's hand it over to the geeks and as usual let us know your thoughts on twitter at two on three pod enjoy seven days a geek seven seven days a geek oh seven days a geek seven seven days a geek oh greetings and salutations what are you geeking out about Seven days a geek, seven, seven days a geek, oh, seven days a geek, seven, seven days a geek, oh, seven days a geek, Greetings and salutations, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Seven Days a Geek. This episode is a little bit different. Uh, we're going to do a crossover episode, but before I introduce the guests, this is, uh, well, I'll go with an unnumbered uh, episode right now, but as I, uh, Angry Ginger, sitting in Monkey Boo Studios, sitting across from Neighbor Cole. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Uh, hey, good to hear. I'm good. I, yeah, yeah, they're going to answer you. I've I've been up all day. What about you? Uh, yeah, I've been up for the majority of the day. Uh, I may have taken a little bit of a nappy poo um, right. halfway through the afternoon, but uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. That's different for you, though. Yeah, uh, as of late, I have I've foregone the nap, but hmm. today uh, it just caught up with me. Did, are you going to bring your A game now that you've napped? Uh, I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. Right. Um, locked in. So yeah. We well, got a couple of guests with us today yeah. as well. So you want to introduce them? Or you want me to do that? Go right ahead. I'll let right. you do it. You're the pro. We've got uh, a friend of ours, Matt, who communicates with these guys quite a bit. And I was invited on their show to do a Michael Bay movie tournament, which uh, I believe I talked them into the winning movie. Uh, the Two on Three podcast joins us, Ty and Chris. What's up, guys? Thanks for having us on, Jay. Appreciate it. Looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Uh, What's at- up, everybody? I think so. I think it's going to be fun. Now, what we did was we stole like some of your segments, and we're going to uh, not not verbatim. We're not going to copy one of your shows and just like let's relive it. Although one of them might be pretty close, but uh, you have three segments. Uh, we like we we like the idea. We listened to it in the car the other day, and there were some of the topics that were used. So we thought, well, let's just borrow what your show is for the crossover. So it's a little bit something different on our feed. And I guess if you play it on your feed, what will be different is just us. That's right. You'll be the host of uh, an episode of our show. Yeah. Has that ever been done before? I don't think so. No, not to this day. So we're breaking new ground. Okay. Two on three listeners. Uh, I'd like to say hello to you and please come over to listen to the seven days a geek podcast. And so basically watch uh, how uh, Ty and Chris's show is done very, very poorly by me and Jay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, you it's, know, when you it's first usually done, it's usually done poorly by us, <laughs> okay. but now, yeah. now we've, now we've swirled you into it. Yeah. So it's a new twist on us, <laughs> the same topic. When you first start a podcast, you know, and then you get about 10 episodes in 20 episodes, you get really good at what you're doing. So it's like, it's our first time doing it. So it's going to be terrible. <laughs> but you, I feel like I'm still getting better. Like I, I feel like I've just now learned how to optimize my show notes to make my editing process as easy as possible. How long? You think you, after two years, I, I wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be t- taking so long for me to get that under my belt? How long have you been doing the show now? We just recorded episode 121 and released that uh, this week. Um, I got I don't know when we're going to run this, but uh, the last week of May. And so yeah, a little more than two years. Awesome. Man, that's pretty good. It's a long run. Yep. You guys have not hit the pod fade. If you're over two years, you're good. You in it for the long haul? 
We'll see. I, I know that I've tried to quit at least three times, right, Chris? Okay. Yeah, every week, actually. I was just going to ask which one. <laughs> there's, always a, there's always a quitter, and I can sm- I usually smell them out by then. No, I know your listeners know where you guys obviously record from, but we don't. So I, you guys are Skyping together. So you guys, have you ever recorded in the same studio? You guys are in different states, right? No, actually, we both live in the greater Seattle area. Okay. But uh, it's just not realistic for us to get together physically even before we started the show and that's actually what got us into it we talked about this for years and we finally found a a service that allowed us to record easily uh two different um audio streams in the cloud so that i didn't have to pull you know local audio and then right. hope it didn't corrupt on one side or the other and and uh, i didn't we don't have the fancy boards or anything we're straight usb and, and, and internet well that's all right i mean you guys have a good sound we were listening the other day and we thought that I, 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 do I, I to, work pretty hard at leveling it out and making it sound good. I have to say I'm getting distracted. What, what's going on with the, the mini midget door behind you? <laughs> uh, but this office, <laughs> regular listeners of our show will know that I record in what is my attic, but it's also my permanent office. I'm a full-time remote worker oh, okay. in real life. Yeah, and so uh, this, this attic is actually at the top of a ladder, and so that tiny door is the door to the attic. So you got a little bit of workout to get up to the studio. Yeah, and I had to get all this stuff up here too. Like yeah, don't ask how that couch. Yeah, got up I was there. just gonna say, how do you? <laughs> Brute strength, gentlemen, just shoved it up the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> pivot, pivot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Up the... Just so, me yelling at myself. So, do you guys like see each other often, like at, at all? Yeah, we see each other pretty regularly. Okay. I mean, when when you know we're not quarantined, but um, <laughs> we're regular. We're regular golf buddies, and this sort of just. The the podcast just sprung from the fact that, you know, we used to work together, sit near each other, go to the bar together. It's like, you know what? Let's just talk and then let's just record it and see see if it works for us. And, you know, having a little bit of a, you know, having a little bit of a process and a little bit of a framework that we can talk into is has been really helpful for us. But it's just it's just something we would probably be doing anyway. So it's a it's a it's a good thing. It's a good excuse to chat with my buddy every every week. Anything to add, Jason? Well, I mean, we don't have that problem. <laughs> well, we see far too much of each other. We do. We, we see so much of each other that at least once a week, Cole will say, all right, we're done. Because either I'll finish a sentence or like something's like, we're hanging out too much. He has to call him. You need to break. Oh, like, would you come right. down today to borrow my lawnmower? And then what was it? <laughs> yeah. you know, you okay, my use- lawnmower and my dryer broke yesterday. So I needed to mow my lawn and my dryer. Uh, obviously, I've got five kids. I got to run some clothes. So we have no clean towels in the house. So, yeah. He just he messages me out of the blue. I need to borrow your lawnmower and I need to throw some towels in your dryer. <laughs> I said, "Do you want to just fucking move in at this point in time?" Because <laughs> what else would you like to do? Would you you, know, you want to use my bathroom? And, <laughs> it's not a neighborly know. request. Can I borrow some sugar? No, I just need to. Uh, I need to take a nap in your bed. What, 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 what I need is uh, your appliances. <laughs> have you noticed the? Uh, have you felt the? The intensity of the dishes in the laundry and the increase, uh, having now needing to prepare every meal and wash every load of clothes constantly. Yes. It was always forever chores, right? Dishes in the laundry will never be done. Mm-hmm. And this this is a cold reality of adulthood. But it is really acute right now. And I, it, it's it's getting to me. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I look at the dishes and I'm just like, man, fuck you. Oh, it, it's like I, I can't tell what's full more, either the clean side or the, the dirty side. Like, you know, it's like, okay, I'll empty the clean side out to wash more dishes. And by the time I've got them in there drying, we've got a full fucking sink of dishes again. It's, it's, it's like a, it's like a bad, 
It's like a bad scene from Groundhog Day that just never got filmed. Or just don't make the make the poor mistake of not checking the children's rooms for like collateral. And my oh, daughter oh. is just like a it's like a pig pen. I'm like, if I don't go, hey, sweep the rooms. I need all your guys' dishes while I'm doing dishes. I'll have another sink full yes. of cups and bowls. Whenever we're low on forks, that's what I know. Got to check the rooms because uh, <laughs> where's the where's the silver we're at? Yes, I recently discovered at least a what I imagine is at least a three day old cup of milk. That oh, was just no. uh, chilling. Well, hey, you were ready for lasagna. Throw some cottage cheese in there. You're good to go. <laughs> exactly. It's ricotta now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Be- before we jump into these three segments that we have, uh, I wanted to sort of play a little thing with you guys and see if you could just give us an idea. We didn't listen to this episode, episode 120, but I loved just the way that you titled them. So kind of like go over it real quick and, and entice me and our listeners uh, what this is. So episode 120 is called The Double Dip of death lovely title i love it thank you uh what is that in reference of um so usually you know i mean i I do a standard podcast trope of trying to capture what seems like a quote that could serve as a title when we're recording yes perfect anything yeah i I usually jot one or two maybe three down sometimes i struggle like if i don't come up with anything i'll I'll just come up with a title that like it's a like it's a high school essay here's you know just trying to give you an idea of, of what we might be talking about that week um and in that particular show we had a segment on serial killers so we were just I was kind of leading into this idea that, you know, hey, hey you're, you're I don't even remember actually what the reference is to specifically at this point. I'd have to probably go back and listen to that episode mm-hmm. to know exactly because I am really catching them stream of consciousness. Uh, so it's sometimes definitely challenging to cope with episode titles. Um, I, I'm not going to lie, considering Chris never has to do it. I'm sure he has uh, nothing to add. <laughs> yes, I'm just I'm just along for the ride here. No, but usually we usually something will pop out, and I can I can I can generally read Ty's mind when uh, when uh, when something gets said. I'm like, oh, that 50 percent chance that's going to be the title. You know what's going to happen. There's a, usually right, once yep. yeah once an episode you'll say, oh, got our show title like halfway through the through the episode. So yeah, it's. You know, I did that for a while. I was going to ask you, um, I, I've been playing with the titles a little bit differently where I, I try to pick like th- either a, one of the movies we cover or there's a, a topic that's covered as well. And I, I'm, I'm naming the titles a little bit differently to see if, if it works for, uh, what is that called? Uh, Evergreen, right? To see if like that captures because the, the titles mean something to us, right? When you catch something catchy or like some weird quip and you make that your title. But I don't think it means anything, especially when someone's scanning for episodes, right? Like, oh, what's this episode around? No one knows what the fuck the double dip of death is, you know? <laughs> but to me, like, I, I like those things. I'm like, okay, that, that's got my curiosity where sometimes people just want like, uh, you know, three Bruce Willis titles. Uh, movie titles in the title and okay that's what they talk about i'll go into that so i i've been playing with that a little bit for the reboot that we've done but for the most part i've always done that i found like if something catchy was said in the show or you know a funny quip i like that better and i think i might go back to that and we're going to be on episode 20 and that was my play was those first 20 to see if it was catching anybody differently yeah i mean i can see why you'd want to do something more straightforward um i think we you know we're not fooling anybody. This is definitely a vanity project for us. So <laughs> yeah. I kind of treat it like I kind of treat show promotion like a work of tiny fiction creative writing. Okay. So the title kind of plays into that. So if I if I'm just looking for something that might get you to click on the show, look at the show notes, and then ideally, because I always break down the show notes with like here's the segments, then then you at least you just have to get through that, you know, that the the one carrot down to see what the show's actually about. Right. Okay, let's go with carrot down. So segment one of episode one twenty is rating your zoom room. What is, is Do you this? want an explanation? Well, I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> we, we talked about this, um, and, I, and I got a funny story. I don't know if you've seen it, but basically it's everybody is now taking like a still from a movie or something and making that their, their background while they're on their Zoom calls, right? 
Correct. That's that's generally how it works, like from a corporate sense. But the uh, the way that segment worked is there's actually somebody on Twitter at rate my Skype room who <laughs> takes people from the news who are appearing on television and okay. rates their Skype rooms. Okay. And he's fairly he's fairly brutal with you. I mean, if you're if you're if you're uh, if you if you haven't done any prep, like he's gonna he's gonna knock your points. But you know he's always he's just looking for and this is the funny thing because we're in all these online meetings now that some people like I don't want to see the bed. You know what I mean? I don't want to see I don't want to see weird things. I don't want to see. Yeah, you know, I guess that, I, I that's wanna, a little off putting. I want to see a little bit of your personality. If but, you're if you're but, talking to someone you work with and like the. The the the, the, work, the workbench is right behind him. Oh, are the tripod still set up, like pointing at the. <laughs> and he's like, he just looks a little disheveled, like he just had to run to the camera, you know, like yeah. oh, I had a really rough night. Yeah, I bet you did. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a, but it's it's funny because you know, if I was appearing on national television, I mean, I would square my background away for sure. There's yeah. No, there's no question about it. But you'd be shocked at how many people just don't. You know, I'm shocked at like, you know, you see people like Twitter's just, you, you go through the timeline, you'll see uh, people doing selfies. A lot of times, you know, it's a girl in a selfie. And the first thing I'll think of is like, why don't you clean your bedroom before you take a, a selfie? Like, there's fucking like dirty socks on their dresser or something just hanging off the door. You know, I'm like, it takes two seconds. Like, does no, nobody worry about the background? I know I do. As you might be able to tell, uh, yeah, I can, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it takes away from the the, the the main subject. If I'm distracted by you know your thirty bottles of whatever you've got on your counter, and and yeah. it just it's not great to have clutter in your in your selfies or any of your photography, frankly. It's, I mean, you know, it's funny because yeah. Jay just cleaned up like four or five empty beer bottles off of this yeah. table before we <laughs> yep. started the show. I was going to ask you: Is the candle for ambiance, or are you guys doing a séance when we're finished? Uh, both. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good luck. Sweet. It's eucalyptus, so it uh, calms my nerves. Right. Yeah. For it keeps your throat clear. <laughs> yeah, my sinuses. I get very nasally. So what? What is? Oh, oh I want to say. Did you see the the clip of the guy who did? It's the Zoom call, right? The background, but he recorded his own. So he's sitting there at his desk, and you see him walking through the door toward himself and drops a glass of water in front of himself. And I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking creative. Although then, I guess it's on a loop. So every fifteen seconds, you see him come in and do it again, but. Just the the little clip of it, I thought was pretty humorous. Yeah, I've enjoyed the, uh, seeing that. Oh, go ahead, Chris. The um, there's a uh, there's this one woman who, you know, there's the meme of the guy who's looking back at the other girl and ignoring his girlfriend. Well, she made that her background, and she was the girl he was looking at. And I thought that was extremely <laughs> clever. She got scolded by her boss for that. Well, she did, but you know, her boss needs to take a chill. I would agree. Because that was funny as hell. That's another thing. Like, you know, you used to be able to, you have to hide like your social medias because you you could lose your job for doing something on social media, even if it has nothing to do with your job. But now like you're forced to work from home and you're on these Zoom calls. So if something just happens at home, like you're you're <laughs> held accountable to it. Like, you know, you see these videos, of yeah. this, you know, the, the, the ladies on the computer doing her job or whatever, and the husband doesn't know it and just walks past in his boxers, scratching his nuts or something. Or I think there's a Reddit thread of uh, Zoom calls gone wrong or corporate calls gone wrong or something like that. Uh -huh. I'm pretty sure I've d uh -huh. dug into that at one point. But like one lady's like, she was unmuted and she thought she was mute muted the whole call. She's sitting there just bitching out about like her coworkers, her boss. Oh, shit. And then she finally gets a DM from one of the people. She's like, you know, you've been unmuted for like the last 10 minutes. She's like, 
Like, can you see your face? Like, oh, just washes over the realization. I'll just, I'll just pack my stuff. And yeah. Go. Oh yeah, and I'll my just, letter I'll of just, resignation right here, yeah. just slide it across the counter. I'm already home, so I guess I don't have to take anything home with me. Everyone's seen the enough. one of the woman who takes her laptop into the can, right? Yeah, I've seen the like when, when this first started happening. Yeah, takes the laptop yep. into the bathroom with her. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. How is that a miss? How is that like? How do you not know you're doing that? I mean, well, you got a smartphone. Why would you? Tote your laptop into the bathroom. Well, if they're working, so they're oh, automatically right. on that. But yeah, I've yeah. seen. But the, they've done the same thing with their phone, where they think they turn the camera off. <laughs> Bloop. <laughs> I've had right. to leave the desk. I, I do the join with my phone into the conference call. So there's two of me, and then I quit at my main computer mm. and take the phone with me. Good. Savvy. All right, segment Going two. Mobile. Segment two. Food delivery. Yeah, so that was about food delivery choices in the pandemic. Like, what's good? What's bad? Are you getting good service? Is it worth the potential risk? What's your perceived risk? Um, I don't remember if that's where Double Dip of Death came from. Maybe what we were ordering for to eat, plus also the COVID okay. along with it. Yeah. Side of COVID with your noodles. Yeah, you know, I never thought about that. You know, like, I know that companies are taking, like, every precaution they can so they can make some money doing the takeout or whatever, but... I mean, you've been in some of these companies and seen their kitchens. You can't imagine their delivery drivers really give that much of a shit. Right. You, you put a lot of trust into the system when you, when you <laughs> order delivery. You've, you've made some assumptions about, about the, the whole supply chain right. <laughs> of the food prep. Are they, are they being careful? And again, it's, I, live in a, I live in a smaller suburb, so it would get around pretty quickly if people were – if if people were not doing a good job about it, but uh, but yeah, you do you do have to you have to get out on a limb a little bit to to participate. You know when you're uh, you're at uh, one of the places of work, you know, and you go into the bathroom, like you're at a restaurant, you go in the bathroom. There's always a sign for the employee to wash your hands. Like they always got to remind them to wash your hands. But now your food's being delivered in some like 19 year old's fucking hoopty car that hasn't been cleaned in two and a half years. Probably has like old boxers and you know pizza boxes and whatever in the back seat. Some of them look like they fucking live in them. Like the, where's the sign that says uh, our employees now clean their cars out before carrying your food? I like. Well, that's the extra risk you take now is because if you're using one of the delivery apps, mm-hmm. you're introducing a new like actor into the supply chain. Who, it was already somewhat unreliable. Drinks don't show up. I'm like, you drank that, didn't you? You just took it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like well known that like the delivery drivers would just eat out of your – like if there was enough of it that they could take something off the top without you Fries. noticing, they were doing it. And I saw somebody the other day say, you know, why did it take a pandemic for us to put seals, like like tamper seals on your, del- on your food delivery? Oh, yeah. Because a lot of the restaurants are doing that now. So you'll get your containers, and it has one of those stickers that you can't break without screwing it up. Right. Yeah. It's like just you reject everything else that doesn't meet the satisfactory seal. Like, no, I, I don't. Yeah, I know Make you them had go your, back. I know you had your grubby little fingers in my cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. I'm not letting you have it. I like the, the – yeah, we're going to do dad jokes in a little bit. Mm-hmm. My uh, buddy who uh, never washes his hands in, like, ever after the bathroom, and I've yelled at him since college over this, but he just re- refuses to wash his hands after using the bathroom. Unless it's like a number two. Uh, oh, good so for him. His his stick, <laughs> like his dad joke is uh, he'll stop and then he'll wait for me as I'm washing my hands. And then he'll look at me and he'll point to the sign. He's like, hey, that's just for the employees, man. You don't have to wash your hands. And then he'll walk out. And I'm like, I hate everything so about you. you, <laughs> like, you <laughs> even if you shame him, he won't do it. He, he, has, he doesn't care. He does not care at all. He just I've, – I've had the conversation with him like, man – 
Have you ever like seen the the like the close up on how many germs are on a bathroom door handle? Like if you're not opening that door with your foot, <laughs> you've got some you're risking Ebola. Like yeah. <laughs> he just uh, he doesn't care. He's just a rotten hillbilly. He doesn't you're reinforcing my, my my philosophy that touch as few public surfaces as possible at all times. Yes. Absolutely. I was dealing I was living that life before. I don't know, you you kind of have to like otherwise you're living in a bubble, right? Don't you think like that's the reason why Nothing takes us down these days other than maybe COVID is because you just you spend, you know, a a day or two a week in a public bathroom for a minute using the restroom. You kind of built the immunity up for something. I'm a big believer that the human body can, in fact, you know, adapt and resist a good amount of disease. Yeah. But I mean. Wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. That's right. egregious. I mean, that's, that seems like that's a low egregious. bar to get over. I tell you who's got the immunity system of a goat is any nuclear security officer. Of a goat, Because yeah. we're in the same booth 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Every two hours we're switching Some spots. Of the, the dredges of society, I guess is what you call them. We've got some real winners. That we work with. <laughs> it might be why, I've, other than the one time I puked at work about a year ago, I haven't, I haven't been sick in, I think it's been two years. And that was probably HIV. Right, like, yeah. I mean, it was a quick case of it. Yeah. yeah. The 24 <laughs> hour AIDS. Yeah. yeah. Get that magic. The 24 hour AIDS. <laughs> Get that Magic Johnson version. It's been I've been healed. 30 years of that shit. All I'm right. not saying you should avoid all germs. I just, I'm trying to avoid novel viruses right. and, and yes. infections. I, yeah. Nothing new. Yeah, the the second you go into like a a, a bathroom and there's a, a meat market in there, you know you don't need to go in there anymore. <laughs> Chinese meat market. Okay, segment three. Not all killers are serial. Yeah, we did a quick segment on. Uh, sometimes we like to poach things off the internet that we find interesting, and uh, you know you might be familiar with the website, The Ringer. They did a one of those dollar drafts, right? Five, four, three, two, one. Like your ultimate serial killer lineup, but it wasn't serial <laughs> killers. It was just movie horror villains and so we kind of went in on like what, what is the motivation of these individual killers like uh, you know the one that sticks with me is just the predator is just a sportsman right like to, uh, to him we're just animals he's yeah. not doing any you know he's not trying to be mean he's just out there he's on vacation what right. <laughs> i think i'm gonna go to club earth kill me a few humans yeah actually they should i was thinking about this the other day they should make a broke back mountain version of predator <laughs> Where okay. <laughs> a predator and his and his lover like to go kill people on Earth, just to get away from their wives, and then and then they go back to Predator Island, uh, Predator Planet, and have to like re- lead regular lives, the like, and, fa- and then fake it, and then fake that they're not in love with each other. I think that would be I think that would be a good movie. Let's call it a Predator in His Purse. Yeah. A Journey to Earth. We're all about the backstory. That reminds me, we talked about after Rise of Skywalker that the the, the reveal of of Ray's heritage was like, well, now I want to know like about Sheev's wife, like what was going on while he was working so much. He's in the Senate all the time. Is she, in, is she back at Naboo just pissed off? And that's why the kids turned to shit. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. just like, fuck. Just, they father, were just, they were, just they were neglected kids. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's fatherless homes. That's what it gets. What it gets you. He should have been more shocked. Like he should have not known like, Oh, I had kids. Yeah. Right. Here I am trying to take over the world. I like the idea better that, yeah, Senator Palpatine was just flying around like, you know, port in every or a uh, woman in every port. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that. I mean, like, he was a good looking guy. Advances of. Spreading that Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Palpatine. I think we got an episode title right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> We've had a couple so far. Although you would think like contraception uh, would be through the roof in the, in the 
that in the Galactic Senate. Yeah, in the Galactic or like, uh, what am I trying to say? Birth control would be the technology there, like, right? Because just like using... a, you just need like a force field condom. Yeah, a force condom. All it is is just like a ring you put on down at the end. Oh, we've got a right. child with. Yeah, perfect timing for my kid to walk in. Right. Thank you for bringing my Amazon package, Georgia. <laughs> Father. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good training right there. Dear father, well it's nine thirty p.m. Maybe you want your mail. <laughs> Apparently, like two houses down, this could not wait. So right. she... <laughs> let me let me run this down to you. Why don't you just put this on the countertop, sweetheart? Thank you very much. Yeah, go ahead and open it. It's a, it's a surprise for everyone. Did you hit that package with the Clorox wipe? <laughs> yeah, she's got the COVID now. Quarantine yourself. Bye bye. Got it. Okay, so let's go into um, one of your segments on your show that we listened to was the Afterlife Database, and I found some of those topics interesting. Now, you said you originally came up with this idea because of a Steve Martin bit. Yeah, yeah, there's an old Steve Martin bit where he, he dies and he goes to the pearly gates, and, <clears throat> and you know, it's like Peter's giving him a hard time. It's like, and Steve Martin says, like, really, how many times have I taken the Lord's name in vain? Yeah. Ooh, million six? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's got some so well. Right. I, I feel like uh, a lot of us have probably had these conversations with ourselves, but I've never called it the afterlife database. But the first example was to see yourself, like pictures of yourself, and I think you alluded to like uh, Disney parks or something like that. And I've always thought about that because especially as a kid, you always see all these people taking pictures and you're always in the background. And I was, it, was, it was like pre-photobombing, right? And I, I was like, right away, I was like, oh, my God, I've thought about that before. Like, I want to see those pictures or even the ones you're not even aware of. Yeah, those are the, the not aware ones are the ones that I think are interesting. Like, how far away? Like, is does some family in, like, China or Europe, like, when they visited Disneyland when I was there, do I show up in their picture that's, like, hanging, like, on a, like, hanging on their wall or <laughs> sitting on some sort of desk? Picture. Like, just in the background, there's this giant-headed Filipino child. <laughs> Like just eating ice cream in the back of like their, say, their family photo. I think that would be the. It would be fantastic to know or to be able to see that picture. They caught you mid bite into a corn dog, like looking over your shoulder, just yeah. fucking getting into it. That would be amazing. That'd be amazing to know and be able to see. I, I just want to see, like, um, I mean. You you look at everything, you romanticize your youth, right? But you look back at these pictures, you don't know you existed, and you'll see, like, the, the bad outfits you wore and the fucking hairdos and, like, just everything you completely forgot about. You're like, I wore that to Disney World. <laughs> I mean, I was a I was an elementary school kid in the late 70s. So, I mean, it's just a disaster. But you had it's... the high, high shorts and the high, high, sh- high socks. Yes, the high shorts, high socks, terry cloth. Top to bottom, baby. <laughs> Draped in Terry Cloth. Did you did you wear the cutoffs like <laughs> the cutoff no, shirts? Thank God, okay. no. Like the cutoff like jeans shorts, or even like uh, in some of the movies, like it was one of the characters in Days of Confused or something was like wore like a crop top. He was a man. Uh, yeah, unlike you guys, I wasn't alive in the seventies, so I have no idea. But I didn't wear all any the clothes. All, I was all late. The football, all the football player types wore those half shirts. That extended well into the early eighties when I because I have. I've seen a number of pictures of myself as maybe a five or six year old where I'm wearing impossibly small shorts and essentially what's a crop top t-shirt. Yes. It's like, why, what are you doing to me, mom? And why you, can I have a haircut? Like what's happening? 
That's one of the looks I'm glad hasn't come back for men. Like, well, what movie is that? Was it Jim Carrey's like, your balls are showing. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no man needs to wear that short shorts again. That was Ace Ventura. Coming back, man. I've seen these guys out on the golf course wearing impossibly tight and small shorts. It's, it's a bad look. Uh, NBA players now, I don't know if it counts because in college at least, You'll see athletes wearing a lot of the tights with just tiny shorts. Just they, they don't have anything to, that the other player can grab onto, right? So trying to make everything as small and as compact as possible. That makes sense. Things are a lot stretchier these days than they were back then. I'm going to bring back those Russell Athletic coaching shorts. I'm going to start oh. wearing those around. Yeah. And a whistle? Yeah. yeah and a whistle. <laughs> you got a pair of that. fitting polo shirt yeah, and, so a, you, and a whistle. You to it. Yeah. yeah. Any gym teacher in my high school, the right. polo with the tight shorts, and then he would bring the knee-high socks with it. Yep. I lived through a period of time where in my neighborhood, at least at my school, like we were wearing like what you'd call bike shorts, right? Like like neoprene spandex yes. type short, not neoprene, but spandex shorts as like regular shorts. So like, you, I'm wearing a t-shirt and like nut huggers. So you have to be, like, you have to be my age. They were, they were basically like tights, but shorts for men. Correct. They yeah. were bike shorts. They were for cycling. Yeah. It was like eighth, ninth grade. So like, how old are you? Me, I'm uh, just turned forty last year. Okay, I'm forty two. So yeah, I yeah. Re- I remember those. So it was so always, I was like a fifth grade. And they were always like, like eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. We were just wearing bike shorts in public. And they were like a neon color. They were no, I never wore them. Like even then, I was like, yeah, not yeah, wearing I those. They were always. Yeah, I was young enough not to know any better. They were paired with the like uh, a pastel colored shirt with the offset colored pocket. Right. They were always like it's like an orange with a neon green. It was pocket. it was like just before the Umbro shorts kicked in. The Umbro shorts. <laughs> it was biker shorts, and then the right the to Umbro. Shorts, yeah. <laughs> the, fu- the funny thing now is, uh, Champion was big back when I was. like yep. It was like the off brand back at Kmart. My parents would buy it for us all the time because we were kind of poor. Uh, kind of now, now Champ. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now Champion is like one of the names. Like I will look at like Champion clothes are like twenty dollars for a pair of shorts. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Champion, like, Champion was two ninety nine. When I was in high school, Champion was huge. Yeah, but it, it wasn't, wasn't for the poor folk. I thought it was always for the poor kids. It was always like the off brand stuff. Like no huh. one wanted to wear Champion, and now my kids are like, Hey, can I get a Champion hoodie? I'm like, Sure. And I'm like, I can go buy you like ten of them right now. And, now and I go and look, yeah. and they're like thirty bucks a piece. Yeah. It all comes back. Okay, so another one. Uh, you guys, I, I, I like this idea. I've thought this as well as uh, see how close you were to death. Like I've always thought like, uh, like, but it's more of a sliding doors thing, right? But like, let's say you're going down a street and you decide, oh, maybe I'll go down this alley. And you're like, no, I'm not going to like, you could have like been killed in that alley or just like, it'd be interesting to see how many times your life or uh, car accidents, like how close were you to just like being hit in a car or yeah, there's so many things that you could like, once you're dead, see, you see the, the statistics on well for me when i was younger i did a lot of i I guess you would what you would call extreme sports now we didn't really have a name for it back in the day you know we dirt bikes uh you know bmx skateboarding and hopscotch yeah hopscotch (laughs) rollerblading jacks the real the real (laughs) hardcore shit uh but there was a couple times doing tricks where i wiped out hard and like i remember there are times in the air where you know the time slows down Oh my God, uh, I was actually yes. in a motorcycle accident about 10 years ago, maybe a little longer now. And I, I it's amazing how I can like to this moment can mm-hmm. remember every like almost like it was just frame by frame watching stills of that entire thing happening. Um, and there was moments where I'm midair and I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. And there's that moment where you just like you, you kind of come to acceptance. Yeah, like this is gonna, this is going badly. There's nothing I can do about it. Time slows down. So I want to see like 
those times where the outcome I didn't I didn't get to see what happened to me. How was I okay? Now, not just oh, like right. how I almost died, but almost how how was I okay? And it is as an extension of this thought, and I didn't get to mention this on our show, so thanks for bringing it up. You're welcome. Was this idea about I would like to see um, the outcome of any nefarious say shenanigans that I might have gotten up to as a younger man where I didn't get to see like the person discover what I had done to oh, their property. Oh, right. Yeah. Reaction shots from the uh, poo that you set on fire in front of their house, the bag well, of poo. Well, like as a kid, you always think you're going to get away with everything. And like now you're an adult and you're like, how do these fucking stupid idiots think they're getting away with anything? So that's all it is. All it is is like you're so consumed with like being your trickery and it's just someone like looking out a window thinking, well, this idiot is not going to light a bag of poo <laughs> on my porch, you know? <laughs> You yeah, probably those come kids to are throwing that. toilet paper in the trees again, Margaret. God damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to see the reaction of people for things like that. Like, how many times do you go teepeeing, but, you you know, in your head, you're like, oh, my God, you know they're doing this and they're mad and they got to go clean it up. But you never got to see, like, that reaction. Oh, that'd be great. Did you yeah, ever I mean, I, 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 got to re- I returned to the scene of the crime. I always wanted to see my handiwork, but I never got to see the reaction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Return to the scene of crime. I always got caught. I was terrible at pranks. Oh, really? I always got caught. Yeah. Mm. Yep. There's that damn Brevis kid. You can't get away with anything. <laughs> He's a real sleuth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, another one is here's one for you. Like, how many people like hide their true feelings for you, either positive or negative? Like, you could you could know that. Like. No. You were completely yeah, aloof, good. right? Yeah, or that'd like be good. That, like girls who would have made out with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes. I didn't. But but I didn't either care to ask or like care at all. Or all I had that, to be was that ask, and you just you didn't have the guts for it. Yeah, or you just didn't know. I mean, they just sort of hid it, hid it from you. It's would, like, that girl would have made out with me. Dang it! <laughs> would you want to know that even in death? <laughs> like, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh God, I would want to know my missed opportunities. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Or just times where you just pussed out, like. I would be, it'd be fun if you could kind of like play it out too, like it was a choose your own adventure. Like if you would have walked up to that girl at right. the dance, and then, like where would it go next? Like next where would you know, your life have been? I'm the next president of the United States. We had this discussion, and I and I said, and the afterlife database would only show you the factual things. Right. You could only you could only you could only access the facts, not not sort of the. The, the where it may have like branched off for you. But, I, I um, feel like there's a room like if you've got the afterlife database, like you you know you go across the hall into another room and then you get the sliding doors. Yes, this is the infinite reality suite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is so you can a... look at what actually happened and then you can look at what might have happened, but that's a different. You got to book a different appointment. For that. <laughs> it all hinges on whether or not you ate paste in kindergarten. That's, you wouldn't have eaten <laughs> that paste. In that was that, that that bad decision. <laughs> this is where you would have been in your life. But what I don't want is the reverse of what you just described. It's like, okay, so I get to find out all the girls that might have made out with me if I had made a move. I don't want to know, like, the girls that did only because they felt like they were in a situation where they couldn't tell me to go away. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that would be the worst. You, you feel a yeah, little rapey. <laughs> you Joe Biden them into kissing you. Yeah. yeah. But you're in heaven, so it wasn't really rapey, right? That's your you – know, well, I'm still here. The clouds are nice. They just—they like, call that like they appeased you, right? Like you wouldn't stop. You're like, oh, oh will you go to the Sadie Hawkins with me? Like you're asking her. It's out. like a courtesy kiss. Yeah, that or went like too the far. Process of some woman who you who you've been like trying to make a move on for a while, and she keeps friend zoning you, and like how how she's dealing with that, and why she continues to hang out with you. I'd be interested. <laughs> this is this is not code word for like, please try harder, sir. Just leave me alone. <laughs> right. Or this or the or the thought process while they're making out with you, like God, why am I making out with this loser? <laughs> 
<laughs> he's got really <laughs> bad like, breath oh. and spinach in his teeth. Your your brain's saying, "I am the man." Oh God, totally, I'm suave. Oh, I wouldn't want this to know that. Working for me, and then and then she's thinking, "Oh God, how do I? When, when can I leave? Yeah, her thoughts. Her thoughts are just give him a handy and get it over with. I need to get out of here." <laughs> her thoughts to this are. Day, I one of my worst memories is taking a girl out on a date. It was like our first date. We went to a comedy show. It was a good time. Uh, dropped her off. She gave me what I thought was a fairly welcoming kiss at the end of the night. And then like I went and asked her out again a few weeks or like this was right after high school. So a few days later, really. And she's like basically no thanked me. And I was like, wait, but she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, I just kissed you at the end of the date because that's what we that's what people do when they're being nice. And I'm like, what? That's not the system. No, usually that's like you ask me out another time. Yeah. I've already got your uh, name. Apparently I was wrong. Carved into my arm yeah. with a lighter and an ink pen. <laughs> I already named our children. <laughs> I went home and listened to the boys' demand version of yesterday until I cried myself to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Casey and JoJo it all night long. Your stink eye and the next guy she goes out with in fifth hour. Hundred <laughs> okay. percent. All right, so here, here's one for you. Uh, access to all of history's truths. Now, you guys said you'd want to see like the the JFK murder. We went immediately to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ because right. Jason doesn't believe that it ever happened. Yeah. Now, hold on. I'm in heaven. And now I don't believe in it, right? But now I'm in heaven. So, like, already I've been proven wrong. First thing, and now first words Jesus about, is going to come sit next to me. He's like, watch this. He's gonna, your first words, I'm okay, listen. I, I'm sorry. I may, have been, I may have taken a few liberties. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Uh, but, yeah, let's, let's, let's watch you die in real time. Yeah. They'd, prob- it'd, they'd probably run that for you and it'd be like, oh god, that's way worse <laughs> that's no way shit. worse than I thought it would be and he puts his arm around me, he's like, I want you to feel what I felt he's like, no one really knows except for Mel Gibson you know, because yeah. he really captured that shit that's what drove him to drinking Yeah, it's not the alcohol I'd just be like, hey, hey Jesus, I mean, people hated Michael Jordan too you know, they hate on the greatest no no offense uh, speaking, right. of, speaking of Michael Jordan, you guys watching that doc? the did you finish yeah, it, Chris? So Chris, Chris crapped all over it at the end of one of our episodes a couple weeks ago because it is, you know, it's a, it's the MJ commercial, right? It's like, hey, for anybody who didn't know about me, look at this, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Are they yeah, get into we're definitely a, watching it? They get into a little bit of his, uh, na- or like his nasty side and how unliked he was in yeah. a couple of the later episodes and like his gambling stuff and it, it, I thought it was pretty well done. ESPN did a good job. So is it, is it uh, a fair portrayal or is Jordan? Because you you said that. He held on to it for a really long time in order to keep, like, uh, sort of that candy-coated version of himself. Yeah. So does this actually show him in a a, a bad light enough to be, like, where you could make a decision? Yeah, he was a piece of shit. Not too terrible. No? I don't don't think. Uh, My favorite part of that whole doc is when they play him a video clip of another player in the NBA talking shit about him. And he sits there and he's like watching it on his on the tablet and he starts laughing. He's like, "No, man, John Stockton, I had no problems with him. He, or it was Gary Payton. Gary Payton it was, was talking. Gary Payton. He's like, the yeah. glove, no problems. I didn't lose any sleep over the glove. Like he had one good game against me. And he starts just talking about Gary Payton. Really it's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, the data says otherwise, Mike. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Seattle SuperSonics. That's right. That's right. right. You guys, Sonics fans on this end. My yeah, man. that hit me close to home. I was really irritated about that. I was like, Mike just gets to sit here and bloviate and tell all the lies he wants, and no challenge. Nobody's challenging him. Sure. Yeah, it should have like, been. They should have like, put here's him your in output versus Peyton when he was Ding up on you. Like, here's the actual data. I want to see them like put him in a room with all those players and then have him tell his stories. I don't think anything would change to be honest, but like no. I, 
what I said on our show was, you know, I just can't deal with a 10 hour Michael Jordan blowjob that, that he gets to have 30, you know, 25 years after his career's over. I just, I'm just, whatever. I've just finished with it. I did. I watched the first thing they treated every other, like they treated everyone with such a horrible disrespect. Like, it's just like Michael Jordan is the greatest. Everyone else sucked. He's like, I, I can't deal with it. It's just, it's ridiculous. And I, and I won't participate. I loved watching the, the 89 Pistons just take it to him. Like the, the bad boys. Oh yeah. 90. Yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. That was my, like the, those two episodes, like, or, or the, I think he says that in one of the episodes. He's like, those are, those are, that was the toughest team we ever played. So it was good to see, uh, old Detroit. Get there, Someone actually hand him his ass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sorry for the dog, fellas. Uh, a couple things no, we wrote like down. a real work Zoom call. Yeah, yeah, right. If you guys want to elaborate on any of these, but I'll, I'll, I'll shout them out and you guys go ahead with them. Uh, we've got what happened to Hitler. Like, actually watch the death of Hitler. Did he die? Like, did he take the pill? Did he shoot? What's Vera? What the fuck was her name? Ava Brown. <laughs> Ava Brown. Ava Brown. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Be- yeah. Interesting to see the, the real story on her death. Or to watch her and JFK. Oh, you just want to watch a little slant, slant wow. video? Getting yeah. I, that's a different room also, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if I can watch that with Jesus sitting next to me, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. Avert gonna, your eyes. You're going to have to wait for Jesus to take a coffee break before you run that film, uh, pal. Son of God, could you step out for a moment? You're, you don't want to see this. I know you've oh, seen you went me. into the afterlife porno theater. Yeah. I have bad news for you. You're no longer welcome here. He's like, he's like, my son, I've seen you do this thousands of times. Yeah. <laughs> The afterlife porno theaters down the stairs, way down the stairs, into your left. <laughs> yeah, it's a little hot down there, but you don't get it's to just the basement. The it's in the basement. Uh, you can watch uh, history's greatest battles. Oh, those would be fun. I'd like that. I mean, it would be way it would be way more awful than like the movies, though. It would just be horrible. It would be. I right. imagine real war is horrifying, especially back in the olden days. Now, would it be like you're sitting there watching the battle on TV, or better yet, like it's like a, a virtual reality, like you're actually there? I think you can get whatever camera angles you want. Hey, okay, there you go. <laughs> I think there's thanks there's, for that answer. The studio might be a little better than <laughs> right. ours. Uh, it would also be cool to watch your ancestors in battle, like everyone, like your grandpa, if he fought oh, in World right. War II okay. or whatever. Be like he would tell you these stories, and then you're like, "No, you're you're a liar. You were just a cook." <laughs> or or you were super badass. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah, that too. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw you left Jim. So Jim didn't tragically die. You chose to let him. Die. <laughs> Grandpa, that's really it's rough. <laughs> so it's a tough scene. Oh, I guess that Medal of Honor really doesn't fit you that well, does it? <laughs> I see you left, Jim. <laughs> he had a splinter. You didn't even look foot. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't like him. You shot him and left him for dead. Said he had a <laughs> he had a wound. This is one of those guys always telling you that you don't have to be faster than the bear, just faster than the person the you're person, with. Person, yes, exactly. Oh, what is it? Shane from Walking Dead. Yep. Shoot the fat guy. <laughs> Shoot the fat guy and run. <laughs> uh, okay, gladiator fights. Also, would be awesome and probably way more horrifying than, right. than Ridley Scott would give you. It wouldn't be that glamorous. No Russell oh, Crowe. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, the Big Bang. How would you? How would you? I guess you could. That, you'd have to watch that on TV. I think that would be a bit of a controversy up in, uh, up in heaven as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think she. No, we've deleted that scene. <laughs> we redacted. We redacted that. Give me the. Give me the Big Bang cut. Release the Big Bang cut. You're outside having the pearly gates picketing. We want the Big Bang. We want the Big. Bang. One more time. They're releasing the Big Bang cut on um, Afterlife Database Max. There we go. There for you. for uh, later on. Fourteen ninety nine a month. Turns out God just had a tough BM turn around. What is that? <laughs> I give to you the world. Uh, you could watch the the building of Stonehenge, and with that, the pyramids. See if uh, aliens were truly involved or not. I'm not saying it was aliens. Okay, but it uh, was aliens. Uh, right. The moon landing, uh, Gettysburg Address. Watch Michelangelo paint the Sistine Chapel. I feel like that would have to be in fast forward. Uh, or uh, as Jay said, uh, Leonardo da Vinci painting. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go through names. <laughs> nice job, da Vinci. Uh, it's Michelangelo. Da Vinci or was it a turtle? Do you guys have a time lapse of this? It's like 50 episodes. Right. It's like the, it's like the Ken Burns of heaven videos. <laughs> I'd like to see the cut where he paints only genitalia. Just fuck it. I want I want to see like the 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 deep fake it's video of it. I want, <laughs> I want I want <laughs> but no I want to see uh, Da Vinci but I want the deep fake video so it's Bob Ross painting the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> we're going today we're going to paint happy little dicks. <laughs> okay. Right, I think we've had enough of those. Let's move it on. Oh, your last one though, to find out who Jack the Ripper really was. That was Oh, big, yes. That was your big contribution. Right. Yeah, cuz you guys had something about serial killers and that'd be kind of cuz no one knows. And it'd be kind of interesting to like just follow that whole story and see and see more, not just the the kills and the deaths, and but see how he got away with it, what happened to him, why he got away. Did he like just you know did he die after the fifth one and just that's how he never got caught? Like what's the story? So that'd be good. That'd be a good one. It'd be interesting. Okay, so you guys want to go uh, segment two? We're going to do uh, a movie tournament. You guys invited me on to do the the Michael Bay movies, and we argued uh, the the films all the way down to. Uh, I believe I took it with Bad Boys, and uh, so this one this one actually worked out better than we thought it would. Cole was Cole and I were in the car, and we were discussing uh, doing a tournament bracket for films, and Cole had said, "Well, let's do some Bruce Willis films." So I ran that by you guys, and was it uh, Chris? It was super it was excited. Ty. It was Ty. Ty. Who got Ty. excited about it. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna do uh, Bruce Willis films. Um, we've got you guys have the bracket. Uh, it was it was uh, written in chicken scratches. You gave it uh, given the modifications you made though, or we made a few modifications. Oh yeah, we right? did. We did from the original. Okay, so let let's go through this real quick. Uh, you guys go ahead and write down your modifications if you need to. Uh, we've got Die Hard versus the Jackal. We've got the whole nine yards versus the Last Boy Scout. Twelve Monkeys versus Looper. Six Cents versus Die Hard with a Vengeance. And then on over the other side, we've got Unbreakable versus Sin City. Pulp Fiction versus The Last Man Standing. Red versus The Fifth Element. And Hudson Hawk versus Armageddon. So let's see uh, how we can see what the winner is going to be here. So how exactly are we going? Like, are we doing podcast versus podcast? Each take a side. How does it work? (laughs) I think we're going to we're going to we're just going to kind of argue it out and see who can win. Uh, take the favor in the bracket, and then we'll move it on over. Right? Yeah. Sounds good. You guys good with that? Yeah. Okay. So first up is Die Hard. See, I don't think this is gonna be a difficult one, but uh, Die Hard versus the Jackal. So Bruce Willis versus Gay Bruce Willis <laughs> and Richard Gere. He only played Gay Bruce Willis for a little bit. 
Okay. Don't, it was just it was just that one kiss. Don't slump him into it. Now, it was, now really, it was you know, cover. I think I would have uh, I'd have been higher up on this movie if he would actually kiss Richard Gere. <laughs> that would have been that would have that would have given more points to the jackal. I mean, the hair pieces alone is <laughs> right, a jackal. Right. I mean, it needs it needs some sort of honorable mention. But Die Hard is like uh, a very heavy number one seed in this bracket. It, it really is. It, 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 I almost didn't put it in there because I was like, "How do you just?" How it's you almost like it? yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's a it's a heavy contender the whole way. <laughs> it defines his whole career. Right, right. And right. It's like he was just this television guy, and then he gets this diehard movie, and all of a sudden it's like, what? And if you watch the movies that made us, it makes you appreciate the film even more. Yeah, it's it's an amazing film. Okay, so do we do we do we want to vote uh, diehard versus the Jackal? I'll say diehard. I've got to go with. Uh, to be honest, I love the Jackal. Yeah, you wanted the Jackal on there. Hits. Is it really? Yep. Uh, like the just the the van paint thing. That thing just uh, the that power was a good washing idea. of the that van. That was a good I idea. Love, <laughs> I love that so much. You're holding on to that over fucking Bruce <laughs> Willis <laughs> running over McClay. glass. Yeah. Oh yeah, the running over glass. Okay, you know what? Yep, die hard. You Jumping you off the roof with a fire hose. Fire hose shooting out the window. Fucking okay. walkie talkie right. talking. Well, let me take a moment to back Cole up here, only because. It's so clear to me how much I was in the tank for Bruce Willis in nineteen in nineteen ninety seven because I also have a very soft spot in my heart for the Jackal, and I think it, it boils down to just the fact that it is it's one of those movies where I expected like if you look at the Tomato Meter for instance, you, you expect it to be critically panned. It wasn't. Yes. It wasn't a great movie. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but I expect the audience to come through for me, and I happen to look it up, and they, they don't really. They're like, nah, it's like fifty three percent. Um, but I, I, there's elements in the Jackal where that I just will never forget the, the remote control gun, the actual yeah. assassination attempt where he shoots Jack Black's arm off. Oh, fucking um, spall, man! Oh, that's right, fucking Jack Black. <laughs> Thought I was about to spall. And uh, the that's the movie, the Russian girl with the scar, right? The, uh, she's the, uh, his, the KGB his, his sidekick. KGB. Yeah, yeah, she's a. She detective. gets shot in the train at the uh, the subway at the end. Yeah, she was awesome too. But ultimately, yeah, I have to go with Die Hard. If I was going to put one of these movies on and sit through it. Right, watching. Yeah. I might, I might like watch clips of the Jackal. If you had like the Jackal greatest hits, like the give best... me a thirty minute cut. Okay, <laughs> oh, I watch, I watch Jackal every time I see it. Like, you every know what? Single, <laughs> every single time. I like the part where he's got uh, his little hostage, and he's playing mind games with uh, Richard Gere. He's like, "Say, save me, Declan," to the girl, and she's like screaming, "Save me, Declan!" Like he's using his name and everything. He's just a real sociopath. I think my struggle with that was Bruce Willis as like a villain. Like it was hard for me to take my hero and buy him as a villain. He's nearly an anti-hero, though. You are rooting for him to succeed. Yeah, a little bit. Are you? A little bit. A scotch. <laughs> a scotch. Throughout, right up until the moment that he doesn't, I feel like you're on board with it. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it since. Maybe that's well, just me. It was a 1997 movie. It was probably 98, 99 when I saw it come out on like Blu-ray or something, and that was once, and that was the last time I've seen it. So it, I, it would probably do me some good to relive it. Will you open that door? Sure. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so we're going to go... That was in the sweet spot at the time where I saw every movie. Yes, me too. So yep. I definitely saw Jekyll in the theater. I was, I was in the theater sometimes three times in a weekend, if depending on what came out. Yeah. Oh, you party animal. Ooh, Slow your roll. Right. That's right. Slow hey, up. we snuck beer in there. I don't understand why you have to hate. Right. I'm not hating. I'm just... He likes to tease me because I used to download trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Way back in the day. Okay, so hands okay. up. Hands up on Die Hard. All right, hands die up. hard, die hard. Yep. Okay, so we're all we're all die hard. So Under we'll, protest, we'll move die hard over the bracket. Okay, up next is the whole nine yards. I think this is going to be a good one. The whole nine yards versus the last Boy Scout. 
I have to I have to put my ringing endorsement on the Last Boy Scout because it's just a childhood. My childhood. I, see, I thought favorite. you take the whole nine yards because you oh, talk about it all the time. I love it. I love it to death. It made me laugh so many times, so many different parts. But the also because of the sequel, the sequel, the whole ten yard, it was just terrible. It was. Yes. So it kind of ruins whole nine yards for me a little bit. Okay. But also, Amanda Pete, you get to see her topless several times. But I got to put my endorsement under the Last Boy Scout. One of my children, our childhood favorites. Mine too. Um, can't can't get any first better. movie of what year did that come out? Because it came out ninety. I think it came 91. out nineteen ninety one. Okay, yeah, I remember going. It was like January. I went and saw it, and I was like, man, this is starting a good year. And like, you and you and you start a movie off with a guy Shane Black running a touchdown and shooting people with his with his right. gun, and then he kills himself in the end zone. I'm like, what kind of a fucking movie we right. got here? Yeah, you had me. At, oh, Billy you had Cole. Me at hello. Yeah, Billy Cole. <laughs> I have a fantasy team called Billy Cole's Brigade. <laughs> Unbeatable. Nice, nice pull. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's Damon Wayne's uh fucking the the peak of his living color career comes out and does this. Uh Bruce Willis gets to play his his badass. I I mean, everything about this movie, the Shane Black dialogue before like really anyone was this is what Shane Black's uh was it Lethal Weapon and then this. So I mean, he was he was yeah. sort of taken off as a screenwriter. I I loved this movie. I just watched this with you. What? Not even less than a year ago at your house. I came over and you you had this on. Still plays well. It yeah, still holds up. No, it's still good. It's still good. And you know, you know, Tony Scott. You gave yes. us a lot of right. a lot of solid entertainment. And this is this is part of it. It's just a crazy movie. I mean, like people acting in crazy ways and just being awesome all the time. And uh, yeah, fantastic movie. A little sleeper hit for Halle Berry too. She was in there. She was the that's right girlfriend. Yeah. Yep, that's that true. One of her first, but, right? Yeah. Was it introducing we, Halle Berry? I don't know if it was introducing. Mm. I don't believe yeah. so. No, but okay. uh, I like to think of Last Boy Scout as a sequel to Die Hard. Yeah. 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 And then Cop Out is the the, the sequel to that. <laughs> the third movie in that sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, head or gut. At hotmail.com. Was that your email? email address. Yeah, head or gut. Oh, wow. Her, my brother used to do that game to me. <laughs> head or gut? Yeah, head or gut. He's, all right, head or gut. Now now imagine if after all the love, he's like, I'm going to go with the whole nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> the whole nine I mean, yards was like a sleeper funny movie. Like it, it was it was far better than it should have been. Uh, and Matthew Perry was what I think made that movie. Uh-huh. Uh at the time he was a couple seasons in into Friends I think it was his first like movie that he did uh Bruce Willis kind of played the straight guy was a Ving Rhames Amanda Peet uh there's something else in that flick it too wasn't right Ving Rhames but uh, not Ving Rhames I'm sorry it was um oh the one the, from the one who passed away yeah yeah it yeah. was yeah it's Michael Clark Michael Duncan. Clark Duncan, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Henstridge Natasha Henstridge that's that the movie. other one I'm thinking of that was Bruce Willis's wife cuz they they play sw- swap the wife in that right uh, well, not really, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I thought at the I, end they're with each other's wives. You don't make sexual congress with another man's wife, Jay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they put that in the rules. All right. <laughs> uh, so we're all going last Boy Scout, right? Oh, yes. Okay. For me. Yes, sir. So it'll be last Boy Scout versus Die Hard. Okay, let's go down to this. This is going to be a good one, too. I won't choose. I won't pick them. <laughs> no? 12 Monkeys <laughs> versus Looper. The time travel, the time travel, the time travel uh, battle. Right. So do you want uh, just, Terry Gillum? Yeah, I just watched 12 Monkeys the other day. This is the thing about quarantine and all this other stuff is like you just things just roll by on premium cable. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie like tip to tail. And I did that with with 12 Monkeys just a week ago. 
And it's really entertaining. It's really good. Brad Pitt and, in that movie. Yeah, so good. Like, lazy eye Brad Pitt with the fucking flipping fingers off all the time. He's my favorite thing about that movie. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's oh the first time God. I liked him. You didn't like that? Are you talking to me? Yeah. No, I liked it. I mean, okay. I thought I thought everybody's everybody's really good in that movie. And um and I have nothing bad to say about it. Uh, the the only thing about Looper is the nose. <laughs> does anybody is anybody else bothered by the nose in Looper? I, I I can't say anything bad about Looper. That movie blew me away, and the fact that it's a that, great, it's a great movie. The fact that ah, oh, what is why is his name escaping me? Younger kid, they he ends up. Did you see Looper? He plays mm-hmm. Bruce Willis and yeah. looks Joseph Joseph Gordon Joseph Gordon Levitt. Levitt. Yeah, an assassin name. All three names. Uh, looks just like him. Like the 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 time travel stuff that they do with that. Uh, it is a brilliant film. Like I, I'm gonna vote um, Looper. All right, I'm going against you. Sorry, I got yeah? Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys is one of my another like I don't know. I just got that nostalgia factor, and like if it were to come on, you know, across my purview, I'd twelve like bleh, let me restart that one. <laughs> if that were to come on, uh, I'd watch it from start to finish. Okay, again. from tip to tank. Looper, I've only seen once. Uh, I liked it. I didn't think it was anything that no super special. Oh, love it. What about you guys? I personally am a huge fan of Looper. I, I like I like Twelve Monkeys. Um, I think that it, at the time it was amazing, but I think to to have something like Looper that's more modern, more recent, and still hangs together. And I mean, because time travel obviously is a disaster, right? Much of the time. Um, and I, I just you know it's a Ryan. It's one of Ryan Johnson's early works, early mainstream works. Um, it also features my my girlfriend Emily Blunt. Uh, so. <laughs> Don't tell John Krasinski. Emily but, Blunt uh, is. Well, yeah, she's the girl. The that lives on the farm. The, God, I think you're making me like test my actual knowledge of the the memory. Um, but she's the main love interest in this movie. Okay, I, it's been a few years since I've seen it, but I all I can think of is uh, was it Piper Parabo's in it, and she's the 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 prostitute or whatever. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm pulling up her IMDb right now. Looper. How many blind is Sarah? Is her name? Okay. I don't think that's a. Is, girlfriend. She, is she the mom to the the kid? I'm not going to be able to answer any deep, any questions okay. you have about this. Okay. <laughs> he immediately oh, regrets. Now, but now the loop. Oh, now the looper. Your looper vote gets a little shaky. That's <laughs> fine. But ultimately, if I had to put one of these movies on, I'm, I'm going to put looper. It's going to be looper for me. Yeah, me too. So we got two for looper. One for. Yeah, I'm going to. I would, uh, I want to vote twelve monkeys to, to split the vote here, but okay. so we can flip a coin. But I. When I was watching it, I thought I thought to myself, at one point, Madeline Stowe was maybe the most popular actress in Hollywood, and I don't know why. Yeah, me neither. I never got it. Like the general's like, daughter. How does this work? Uh, how does, how did, she's in her IMDb in the late '80s, early '90s is just jacked. She's yes. in everything, and everything's pretty good. And she's like the worst part of everything she's in. Mm-hmm. Although I think the general's daughter was the only thing that I actually liked her in. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's just, I just like, I don't get it. It's like, is Madeline, I mean, was there, do we have other people working during this time? There needs to be a deeper dive on this. But, you know, Terry Gilliam movies always have that sort of dreamy, unsure quality to them, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy. So I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a better, I think it's a better piece of cinema. Very, very industrial, very like, uh, shit doesn't belong together, but they always look like they do in his movies. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, he has a. He's a filmmaker that you you know you're watching one of his films. Yeah, 
and it's just crazy enough, which I like. Which it's, it's just and the narrate the narration's unreliable enough to keep you sort of thinking. Sure, is he is he from the future? Is he not? It's pretty interesting. I like I like it. And the Twelve Monkey Show was pretty good too. I never watched the TV series, so I didn't even know that it existed. I've got an I got for the tiebreaker. I've got a random number generator here, so okay. we'll do between one and ten. If it pops up even, we'll go Looper. If it pops up odd, we'll go Twelve Monkeys. Okay, sounds Sound fair. All right, I'm hitting generate. We've got a two, so even goes to Looper. Looper. All right. I always. I should have just lied. I should have lied. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I lie? Technically, technically, there's three of you. No, he voted Looper. Okay, so it was two and two. It's like um, George Costanza moment right there. <laughs> Why didn't I lie? The Sixth Sense versus 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 Die Hard with a Vengeance. Ooh, this is a hard one too. Yep. I see. Someone on, for me. Someone on, Not for some, me. Someone online purported that Vengeance was the best Die Hard. I I think it is. It's the most oh, to me. Tongue. To me, it's the the most rewatchable. I'm on board with this. Yeah. There's so yep. many awesome things that happen in Die Hard with Vengeance, and the pacing is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I see how Die Hard made him. I mean, it created the action template. It made him a movie star. But uh, this is just a. It's a better. Huge, like what is it? Like the budget's probably four times as much. It's a whole New York City instead of a tower. Um, Samuel Jackson comes in; he's fucking awesome. I love the way the two play off of each other. Jeremy Irons is a fantastic villain. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. The buzz alone from the Sixth Sense when the when it dropped, and right. everyone was like, "Don't spoil it." That was like the first like, "Don't spoil it" movie right. that came across my radar. Like, I you'll agree. never see this ending coming, and. To be honest, I didn't. Like, I had I no interest in seeing it. It was so when crazy. I first started seeing my ex-wife, and she went and saw it. And she's like, you need to go see this movie. And I'm like, nah, nah. she's like, no, you need to. And she was right. I fucking I loved it. Love that movie. Yeah, this is a hard one for me. It's a hard one, but I have to give it to, to Vengeance for me. Yeah? Uh, Die Hard with Vengeance. Just the, the opening scene where he's got to walk through Harlem wearing that sign. That sandwich like, that's board? That's the yeah. most uncomfortable thing to watch in your entire life. And you're like... Man, <laughs> it's like you're not gonna last five fucking minutes, bro. <laughs> to this a... day, if something's going on and I can, and the situation is appropriate, I what the fuck? <laughs> he keeps calling him Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. Do I look like a? No, he, call, he calls him Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Do I look Jamaican to you? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Do I look Puerto Rican to you? No, Zeus, father of Apollo. That's Mount right. Olympus. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. I'll shove a lightning bolt oh, up your yes? ass. Zeus. Yep. <laughs> I think you know where my vote's going here. You sound, you sound exactly don't. like Sam Jackson. It's a parody. The parody's uncanny. You know, if you go from a filmmaking standpoint, you can't argue it's the sixth sense. Uh, like, thematically, everything they put into this, uh, you go back and rewatch it after you know everything, and there's all these little teases to pick up on. I think it's a, one of M. Night Shyamalan's best films. But uh, and, oh, I don't know, man. I, I've probably seen both of these movies. 20 or 30 times. I went back That's a struggle. And, I went back and solved that riddle in the park. The three gallons of water and a five gallon of water and you get, how do you get four gallons of water and a five? <laughs> Did like, you yeah, really? there's, there's a way to do it. Like I actually went back and like I had actually I I got nothing about going it. on today. <laughs> Let me go get a couple gallons of water. <laughs> it was a Saturday night. I had yeah. nothing going on. Ladies, I'm still single. <laughs> At neighbor Cole, don't be afraid to don't be afraid to shout out. Come don't on, we'll solve to slide together. His DMs. He's got the four yeah. gallons of water on his shelf in his living room. <laughs> I'm gonna go six cents here. I mean, here's a, there's this thing, um, <clears throat> there's this sort of saying about bands. Like bands have years to make their first record, yeah, and like 25 minutes to make their second record. That's why second records always suck. Okay, and that's the same thing with M Night. It's like he had 
forever to make this movie. Like he had forever to script it and like think about it. All the nuances in there and it's all the stuff that he couldn't repeat because his he's been on too tight a timeline ever since. Right. But it is it is a masterpiece of just suspense and like you don't know what's happening. It's like everyone's great in it. it it's it's I don't know. I can't I I don't think Die Hard with a Vengeance is a better movie. And so to pull, but to pull I off that ending. Love it. Like to pull off that ending. Like and, and to dupe everyone in the theater. It's not like uh some people didn't catch on or something. It was <gasps> you know, yeah. everybody. Yeah. 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 So okay, we've got one for six cents and one for uh with a vengeance. So let's go back to your side. I'm one one for with a vengeance for me. Okay, so we're I, I guess two and two. Draw, hit it again. All right, so even for vengeance, odd for six cents. Six cents. Feel free to lie. Uh, it's, it's it's even for Die Hard with the Vengeance. Six. Vengeance. That's right. That's right. The universe knows. All right. <laughs> the red the RNG <laughs> giveth. Unbreakable versus Sin City. Two comic book films. One that wasn't. One that is. <laughs> Though yeah, the the half the halfway one. I had this thought the other day as I was watching the last twenty five minutes of Alita: Battle Angel, which is to say, is Robert Rodriguez a good filmmaker? Mm. I think so. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Grindhouse was pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, but Grindhouse it was intentionally to be terrible. I mean, and I you just... know what? Planet Planet Terror was it was better than. Um, Wasn't death the death, death race proof? Death, death proof. proof. That was Tarantino. You don't like death proof? I love death proof. I, I love Tarantino, but I mean, look, I can handle a foot or two in my movies. I can't handle fifty-five feet sticking out of a window with fifteen minutes of women just talking and really always pointing the camera at his feet. I'll be up there in a second. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, again, do I do I side with the? Uh, M night again, unbreakable is also a really, a really good film. I mean, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I like, I'm going to, I'm going to vote for that one. I think unbreakable was ahead of its time. And I think it would have done a hell of a lot better had it come out like in the, the culture now where everyone's trained on the, the comic book movie. Right. Uh, I mean, this movie came out before comic book movies were big and no one knew what the fuck this story meant. And it mean like going back now and watching, it's like, Oh my God, it's, it's so like littered with all the themes and everything again. And again, the sequel, to Unbreakable. Split was great. You didn't even know Split was a sequel till the end of Split. Right. So then you're right. like, oh shit, this is a sequel and now they got uh, Glass. Glass as a, the trilogy, which I love that entire I trilogy. I too. Everyone, I mean, pe- people poop on it all the time, but I gotta go with Unbreakable on this one because the Sin City follow-up was terrible too. I didn't think that was I agree, good. but you know what? If like, that, th- this is the hard part for me is as brilliant as Unbreakable was, it's a very slow film. Sin City is fucking gorgeous i love the dialogue i love frank miller's dialogue i love that he kept him included i mean it really is every freaking panel from the comic book come to life um i'm gonna have to go with sin city all right i cast my vote for unbreakable okay and it feels bad to go against unbreakable i so for me um sin city is a movie that has bruce willis in it very true but not a bruce willis movie yeah and while bruce willis is really good in it I'm also super uncomfortable with his relationship with Jessica Alba in the movie. Like the whole time, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a little I know. cringy. Me too, because that's my woman. <laughs> Get your hands off her, Bruce. <laughs> um, Unbreakable, like I said, I, like you said, Jay is, is is a little bit on the slower side, but I have it. I can't separate it from the trilogy now that I know it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, Split is a really good movie. 
Um, and then glasses, not so great. I kind of wish that there was one version of Unbreakable that had more of what occurs kind of in glass in it. Um, but that said, my, my vote's going to be ultimately for Unbreakable because it is a Bruce Willis movie. And again, I have to choose, like, I think if I was going to watch one of these for Bruce, I'm going to put on Unbreakable. So we got three for Unbreakable, one for Sin City. Yep. All right. I tried. I tried, Rodriguez. <laughs> Unbreakable. All right. I'm sure he's listening, too. Pulp Fiction, Last Man Standing. Pulp Fiction. Oh, I'm not going to argue it. Walter Hill. Look, I'm a Walter Hill fan, but this is not a Bruce Willis movie. He says 70 fucking words in the whole movie. It wasn't that good. Uh, it, was, it was like a modern day Western that looked like a modern day Western. Are you talking about Last Man Standing? Right. It's the cowboy. I'll come across this table. At it's it's right terrible. Now. It was a great movie. It is a terrible fucking movie. It's, one of my, it's in my top 20. Last Man what? Standing. Oh, God. It's so fucking good. Like, the whole movie. It's got two not. guns, man. He shoots people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Walter Hill spent a fucking evening watching John Woo movies. And like, oh, this would be cool. His backstory doesn't ever really get resolved. Like, where he comes from. He's just on the, on the road. He starts on the he's, road. He's and a man with no name. Kills Christopher Walken in a showdown, a cool showdown at well, the end. to be fair, he's not the first actor to kill Christopher that's, Walken. That's what you, that's for what you've done to my saloon. <laughs> uh, hey, at the risk of being crass... In Last Man Standing, Bruce Willis rolls off a hooker and kills a guy yeah. with his like with what you have to assume is a hard dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's butt naked. Like I'm I not ready to kill about that. If I'm having sex. I'm not ready for that. Actually, right. like that movie made me start to really live in fear of having to have a physical altercation in the nude. Okay. <laughs> you always lock the door before the magic happens. I don't want anybody coming in here. I don't want to have to fight anybody with a hard dick. He's got seven locks on his bedroom door. Every time he invites a woman over from and college, they're like, uh, he's like, no, it's just it's a, it's a thing I got. It's don't precaution. worry. You're safe. And then if you're mid, if you're mid stroke when it's about to come too, it's like you'll die before you pull off. You know, you know what I mean? There's like here when you reach the point of no return, like you could have a gun to my head. No, sorry, I it's still going. Here. It's still going. There you go. Well, now I have this terrible visual of him like. Oh, as he shoots his guns, like he's like, oh. it's like a scene from <laughs> Grandma's Boys, just shooting at her. <laughs> this side tangent, real quick. He it's, takes such an ass beating too in that movie. Like he just gets beat within an inch of his life. Like I'm gonna tell you what, you guys have talked me into reliving this movie. I I, I did not like it when I saw it in the theater. Hated it. Oh, never, such a never. Good movie. I've never seen it since. Such a good movie. But uh, like I said, I, I've always had like this this Bruce Willis in my head, and every time he wanted to be an actor and try something. Uh, I, I didn't like where he veered off. So, And obviously, if we're going to go with Bruce Willis movies, hold on. Uh, Pulp Fiction is not a Bruce Willis movie, but I love the movie as a whole. Okay. Oh, don't get me wrong. My vote is for Pulp Fiction. Okay. But Last Man Standing is not – uh, no offense, Cole. It's not good. It's oh. memorable. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's a, okay. <laughs> it's an amazing film. All right, Chris, we haven't heard from you yet. What is your pick? I, you know, it's a hard to pick against – Pulp Fiction. Um, you know, every every frame that Bruce Willis is in in that film is just unbelievably good. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Last Man Standing is kind of a throwaway movie for me. I, you know, I I hardly doubt I would watch it if it if it crossed. So, but Pulp Fiction, yeah, certainly a, a groundbreaking film. Um, I'm going to go Pulp Fiction. So we're three on Pulp, one on Last Man Standing. Sounds yeah. about right. Although I, you two have convinced me, I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm going to email all of you potatoes <laughs> from here on out. Okay. <laughs> so pulp. All right, let's go. Red versus the Fifth Element. No chance. No choice. It's this is the easiest one in the world. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna like blow all your minds. No, you ain't blowing my mind. I love the visuals in the Fifth Element. It's not a fucking good movie. Oh, bite you! Red tongue. is a better watch. Somebody I come... am very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that just I... one, that one broke me. <laughs> I should have committed to it. I really I wanted to scream it like he does, but I, I thought it might be too far. Oh no, that was good. That was very good. Oh, you should have brushed me, your it's, hair it's to the Fifth side Element going away. There's there's so many great moments. I, I hear where you're coming from on it's not a great movie. It's pretty choppy. Um, yeah, but it's very very entertaining. Uh, it's 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 Chris Tucker at his at his finest. Oh yeah, Super Green, Mila Jovovich. Uh, <laughs> not one or two or three stars, but four four stars. Jay, that's what this movie gets. <laughs> okay. You know what it is? It's the the it's the shit that takes place like uh, Earth with the pyramid, all that shit. I don't give a crap about that. the 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 rest of the movie when Bruce Willis kicks in, all that shit, I love. So I I take it back. It is a good movie, a but there's parts that's, that there's parts that's just like, like I could do without the five minute opera singer. Um, oh, that was some of that shit. Like the montage works, and, and Mila Jovovich is good lord. Um, but now you got me second guessing. Because I'll tell you what, Red was a surprise for me. I didn't see that until it came out on video or whatever. I, I watched I was blown away about how uh, just how fun that movie was. Everyone in it. It was one of those movies where, like, you got all these big names and they all get to play ham, right? Uh, J- uh, jo- ah, Malcolm. No. Melkovich. Melkovich is John just Malkovich. bug nuts crazy yeah. in that movie. Um, uh, What's Her Face from Weeds couldn't have been, like, better looking and funnier. Helen Mirren, I think she was great. Like, yeah, the whole, the whole movie, uh, the direction, the way the action was, it was sort of comic booky. It was based off a comic book, but uh, you know what? Both of them are fun. It's, uh, let me dwell on it a minute. You guys go ahead and give me your spiels. What happened to Mary Louise Parker's like career? She's. I thought I always thought she was pretty good. Yeah. Like, every time I saw her, I always thought, hey, she's pretty good at what she does. I, she just sort of went away. I understand why you like Red. I get it. Okay. You know, but Lilo Dallas multipass is going to be my, is going <laughs> my to be man. my vote on this one. <laughs> multipass. I love the, he's got the fucking hat on with the, the picture of the hallway through the door. You know, he looks through there. Give me the cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's a multipass. Uh, my favorite line in that movie is like, sir, you identified as human. Uh, negative. I am a meat popsicle. He loves that. He says it. Uh, yeah, it's got to be uh, so. It's going to be three against one. I think Fifth Element, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, no argument for me. Um, I, I honestly, I've tried to. I, I'm going to go give Red another shot on your recommendation. Uh, okay. But I, I've tried to watch it twice, and I've fallen asleep both times. Oh wow! See, I yeah. heard the sequel is not as good, and it was rushed. I know it was rushed, so I can. I, I bet you wasn't. I never seen it, but the first one, I really, I've seen a couple times, and I really enjoyed it. But you know what? I've probably bought the Fifth Element on every. You know VHS and then DVD, then Blu-ray, then you know. So uh, yeah, I, I it, it's it's a tried and true, right? Like you have to own it, you have to watch it at least once a year. Uh, I, I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna go with the uh, the Fifth Element. Okay, good job, Conformist. I think that's the first movie we all agree on. Well, that's what this is for, right? Have the conversation. We all agreed on Die Hard as well. Four, four for four. That's true. Yeah. Wouldn't uh, it be great if the Fifth Element was actually like a Stargate sequel? Like, <laughs> yeah, if Jay Davidson just came out of that big cloud and became it was like, hey, I'm back. I'd be like, oh, hey, sweet. 
Did anyone else? Uh... Stargate's not a good movie. Oh. You bite your fucking tongue. <laughs> I believe there's a fight. It's a way better movie Stargate than it was, was a TV show. Out, it's not good now. That could be true. Yeah. Uh, from the fifth element, did anyone get the the like the uh, feeling that the guy that was doing the ultimate countdown, like that was counting down the object closing in on Earth, like he's like twenty seconds down, he's like he had this like unspoken like. He wanted the Earth to explode, <laughs> type of thing, and he just finally like stopped. He's looking forward to it, he was yeah. kind of giddy. He was kind of <laughs> yeah. giddy about it. The object has stopped uh, two point three miles away from Earth. Oh. He just kind of like what? What really took me away from that movie? That's what it is. Is uh, what's his face was the fucking president, Michael Clark Duncan? No, it was it was it <laughs> was it was, really? it was yeah yeah from uh, No Holds Barred and Friday. It was Ving Rhames. Yeah. <laughs> from earlier, I was trying to do a callback, you guys. Oh, I got what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, Devo. President Devo. Yeah. Devo, yeah. President Devo. <laughs> That's my butt, punk. <laughs> All right, this one, I, I, I want to see, I want you to argue this, because you made me put this movie on the list. So it's the worst, maybe one of the worst movies ever made in history, Whoa! let alone, <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, look and at this. And the, the film world will fucking argue this. I like these guys. Hudson Hawk versus Armageddon. We did an entire episode on Hudson Hawk I'm and how much now. we loved Hudson Hawk. Such a good check out, was... check out episode 60 of the okay. 3 podcast for an entire show on Hudson I'm Hawk. Gonna, I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> like, aren't all the but villains put, named after candy it... bars? Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, their code names you, are. Yeah. You, you put Hudson Hawk up against my other favorite Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> This just, was this is the, yeah he was like trolling me with this matchup very specifically. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. These are my two favorite Bruce Willis movies, without question. So this is I like and, I, I, and now I'm struggling. Hold on, I am gonna yeah. shit myself if Hudson Hawk <laughs> wins this because I was almost certain it would go Armageddon versus Die Hard in the end, and I mean we're gonna have a fucking like thirty-two seed upset here if we go with fucking Hudson Hawk. You've swayed my vote. I'm just gonna vote Hudson Hawk to watch you shit yourself. Okay, now. okay. <laughs> no, Annie McDowell and uh, Hudson Hawk is she's, she's another one I couldn't. Oh, get. she's so cute. Yeah, and like uh, just the the I don't know if you call that slapstick, but the the funny like off the cuff like. Just the goofy stuff. It was that a weird happens. tone. That movie had a weird. And then tone. They, he always breaks into like a little song and dance here and there, yeah. or like when he's robbing, he sings that "Swinging on a Star" song. There was an article I read about a year or so ago where the whole article was arguing how it was misunderstood as a film, and it's one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> well, I don't know about the greatest film ever made, but it is a really fantastic movie. It's entertaining and, from start to finish. Yeah. Like it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's like cool. It's got music it's and andy mcdowell is also she's objectively terrible yeah she's she's the madeline stowe of she's like madeline stowe like if madeline stowe madeline stowe and they're just interchangeable right madeline stowe and andy mcdowell you could just you could just swap one for the other and they'd both be just terrible once 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 like andy mcdowell have been in last of the mohicans (laughs) yes that's what i'm saying one's cute and one's kind of hot other than that same person they're 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 sisters, yeah. you know. Like if you have to pick from one or the other, it's right. <laughs> this. I, I, the sidebar. Well, this is this is a classic two on three sidebar move. So this over the past couple of weeks, I've been watching movies, and it turns out that Annie McDowell's daughter is really good at acting, and is really attractive. So if you've ever seen the Nice Guys, 
and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's in both of those yes. movies. And she's terrific. She, so, I mean, so Andy McDowell's redemption might just be the fact that she produced a, a equally attractive, if not more attractive, version of herself who can actually act. So you that's know, uh, that's pretty. It's pretty amazing. I don't know if it's Annie McDowell's a bad actress, if it's just like that sort of slow Southern drawl she has, where you just, it's it's almost like there's no emotion. She's awfully wooden, right? Yeah. Often, oftentimes, like like her delivery is not great, but Hudson Hawk. I mean, we even have a whole. I think we did, you know, we did a whole number of minutes on <laughs> and of uh, ty i need the actor's name because i had it on the tip of my tongue he's the bad guy oh richard e grant rich e grant richard e grant his performance in hudson hawk he should have won him an oscar <laughs> like richard e grant that was just in the last skywalker and was nominated for the film he did with melissa mccarthy last year and that's who it's the great. villain was. i remember there was a name in that okay he's great but i'm still slightly sad that i didn't push armageddon harder during our <laughs> michael <Yeah>? bay bracket <laughs> because again i've watched armageddon four times in the last six weeks and i cannot get enough of it i every time it's on i turn it on and i just i just let it wash over me here's it's... your redemption man because like look it's the ultimate popcorn movie it's one of the few movies that has made neighbor cole cry uh <laughs> thanks for putting that out there man <laughs> Who was it? Who, doesn't matter if you're if you're a man, you were a boy, or if you're a father. You bawled at the end of that fucking movie. Yes, Armageddon. I'm pushing Armageddon through. Yeah, which is no disrespect to Hudson Hawk, which is again one of my one of my absolute favorite Bruce Willis movies. Now I have to agree with you. I made Jay put Hudson Hawk on this thing, but I didn't think he was going to line it up against Armageddon. I feel I like think... you wrote it in there. Oh no, I did. You're right. I well, did. I, what did you have on there in? Originally, it was Die Hard of the Vengeance versus Armageddon. I thought that would have been a good argument. That would have been tough, too. Yeah. So I put, I, I have to pick, at the end of the day, Armageddon, because that movie was like, I was in theaters with my best friend. We were watching it, and I was struggling. You got something in my eye. I was on the struggle bus trying not to cry in front of my buddy. Like, I was sitting there just, like, choking <laughs> it back when he's talking to his daughter in the spaceship and everything. So I, reluctantly, this is the hardest choice in the bracket for me so far. Really? I got to put Armageddon ahead by, just by a nose hair. Well, I'm going to dissent since it's not going to matter. Um, but I would I would have to vote for Hudson Hawk. And it really boils down to the fact that we haven't done an Armageddon episode. We could have. We haven't. <laughs> we did a Hudson Hawk episode like in our, in our first like our first 60 shows. Um, and we did it. We when Richard E. Grant got the nomination for the Oscars, that was our impetus to do it. OK. Uh, I sang Swinging on a Star to my both my daughters as a bedtime song for years until they outgrew it. Um the thing about Armageddon is that if you'd asked me at the right time, I probably would have said Armageddon, no question. But now, 20 years later, I, I, I don't – God, it's hard to say. I, I'm all, I want to say I want to watch Hudson Hawk more, but it just means more to me. Like I love Armageddon. I loved it so much right. when it came out. Personally. Like, I, I was, yeah, I rode for it <laughs> hard. And then people said, this movie sucks. But you know what? I like, I like Pearl Harbor too, so – well, also, uh, Armageddon also stars Ving Rhames. He's in there as well. Right. Right? <laughs> it's got him in there. It wasn't any other reason sorry, other than I messed Lister. up the name. Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister. Oh, it's yeah. Terry Crews. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was Terry Crews. I am the golden star. Goes. Oh, my. Nicely done. No, not Eddie Murphy. 
Well, that's uh, the Golden Child. Sorry, I said Golden Star. Yeah. Okay, so we're going Armageddon, <laughs> starring Ving Rhames. All right, so here we go. Let's go. Let's do the battle here. We we got four left, ladies and gentlemen. No, we have yeah, we have four brackets: Die Hard versus the Last Boy Scout, Looper versus Vengeance, Unbreakable versus Pulp, and Fifth Element versus Armageddon. All right, so we've already made our arguments about what we like about the films and everything. So let's do a vote here: Die Hard versus the Last Boy Scout. This is a hard bracket. These are both good movies. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Die Hard. I'm going to say Last Boy Scout. Yeah, as much as I love Last Boy Scout and as much as it means to me, I've got to say Die Hard. Oh, God. Save me, Jason. What'd you say? I said Last Boy Scout. Yeah, it's a Shane Black. I can't go against the writer. Like, Shane Black is one of my, he's my favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite screenwriters. All right, so we need a random number generator? Yeah, now? we do. All right, so we got two for, for Boy Scout. for this. All right, so uh, what do we got for, who gets even? Uh, die, even Die Hard. Even's Die Hard. And it's an eight. It's been fucking even every time. So Die Hard? Die yeah. Hard. What's yeah. up with your RNG? I don't know. It's not very RNG. <laughs> yeah. Looper versus Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, Vengeance for me. I don't love Vengeance. <laughs> cool. Vengeance is amazing. Kick him off the call. Well, yeah. Kick him yeah. off the call. So what do you, I, I mean, I'll, I'll break a tie maybe. Or No, I think we're all Vengeance so far. Your vengeance, all right. Then I'll just uh, then then I'll just say vengeance to go along. But uh, oh, dig I don't your love heels in, man. Dig your heels. You know, I didn't mention this earlier, but I just have to point out that just I'm choosing vengeance alone for the face that uh, the henchman Matthias Targo makes when he jumps onto the truck and he like somehow is frowning, but his mouth is inverted. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> He's like standing. He grabs as the truck goes by in the tunnel. He grabs on, steps onto the the uh, the running board. Yes, and he's like he's going like this. When they're going into the, when they're going into the aqueduct, audio medium. Yes. we'll have to post a picture of it. <laughs> do it. Just, it's so incredible, and it's such a great moment. And unfortunately, Nick Wyman passed away just a few years later, so he didn't get to continue to reprise that hardcore uh, henchman role. But it's it's spectacular. I uh, love it that he's spitting names out, man. The 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 scene where um, they're going to assassinate him at the stadium when they're the Yahoo the nine the fucking they got the, oh, yeah. the sniper rifle up and everything. That's one of my favorite scenes. My buddy used to do that to me uh, from the parking ramp across the street when I was on the street level. He would come over the radio at my first security gig. I'd be standing on the street walking a patrol, and I'd hear, Yahoo the Nine. And I'd look back, and he'd be standing <laughs> at the top of the, like in a sniper perch, like looking down on me. Just the fun games you play when you're single and lonely right. in college. Unbreakable versus Pulp Fiction. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Chris. <laughs> Chris. I'm undecided. I need to hear your opinion. As a Bruce Willis movie, Unbreakable. Right. All right. Well, I'll ride with the group for the same reason. Okay. Even though it's hard to pick anything over Pulp Fiction. We're going to get so much shit for just slighting that movie right Pulp Fiction, there. right. Oh, Courtney is going to be off of his yeah. rocker. He's probably just left third mic. His favorite movie. Yeah. Well, he's not here. <laughs> we have a vacant spot now. <laughs> yeah. You're not here now, are you, Courtney? You could have ran this whole shindig. Yeah. All right, so and there would be no RNG. We'd have five votes. And there you go. That's really what we, we talked about in the car. We're going to use Courtney as our tiebreaker. He's but got this fetish for UFC. UFC, yeah, yeah, yeah half watch. naked men touching each other. Well, I thought does... that was a Saturday night kind yeah, of thing. The only married man. He's got a oh, I get that testosterone in me. Uh, so here's our science fiction bout here: Fifth Element versus Armageddon. Oh my God! Don't my, make me choose. Michael Bay every fucking day. <laughs> Bay all day. All day, bay, bay, bay. Right. I'm going Armageddon. I've got to go Fifth Element. Okay. 
I'm with Fifth Element here. Oh, we need a tiebreaker. Oh, please, RNG. Don't even fail for me Armageddon. Now. Even for Armageddon. I called it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you can have it because it's been even so many times. I know. It's like four evens in a row. Odds I'm are praying, we gotta... I'm praying to the RN Jesus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> odds are we got to get a fucking uh, odd here. All right, generate. We got a seven, baby. Oh. Yes. So All right. oh, Fifth undone. Element. Undone by the RNG. Thank you, Lord. All right, let's argue it out, ladies and gentlemen. Die Hard versus the Fifth Element. Oh, it came down to this. They couldn't no, be. No, no, hang on, hang on. Opposite sides I, I of the bracket. Think, I think you missed one. It's it's Die Hard versus Vengeance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then I have yeah, like, that in the element. left side of the bracket. Jason's not familiar with sports. Or oh brackets. shit! No, I I filled him in before we even did that. My bad. <laughs> I got ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So it's it's Die Hard versus Die Hard. The original tried and true that made the series, or the one that is more of a popcorn rewatchable fun film. I don't even want to wait a way to set that up. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going original recipe here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm extra crispy. This is apex Bruce Willis. Yeah, I agree. Heart of the Vengeance is just he's so amazing, and he's in basically every scene. It's it's a better Plus, sequel than the second one. It is. Uh, it's more explosive. It's it's harder. If I'm, you will, I'm sweating right now because I can't pick. Like I'm, I'm, I'm stuck right now. I literally don't know which one. Like my... you're not doing wrong though, because you're not disrespecting Die Hard by picking Vengeance, because Vengeance wouldn't come without Die Hard, right? Uh, the tried and true, all the formulas there. It's just fucking better. I come with a Vengeance every time. Yeah, so you do. That's what I heard. <laughs> Die Harderer. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fucking freaking out. Uh, Die Hard. I got to go with the original. Because, so, and also it because is hard to, it's hard to pick against Alan Rickman. And plus, like, it, that's actually my only. I right. mean, it, it's actually it's a very large credit, and this is why I go with Vengeance because it's a huge credit to Jeremy Irons for not being just a total shadow, and actually being like I'm Hans Gruber's brother. Like that was awesome. Right. Yeah, but Die Hard is also doubles as a Christmas movie. Everyone knows that. Does it? Yes, it <laughs> there's, does. There's I've an argument you, out there on the internet. I, I don't know if you're aware you the of that. Definitive answer right now. <laughs> okay. Yes, it does. All right, world, listen up. All right, so I go Die Hard. All right. Well, we're all going Die Hard, but are you doing it with a vengeance? Negative. Okay. So we've got two for vengeance and f- two for Die Hard. Who who picked Die Hard with me? The RNG. I'm original the recipe. Original. Okay. Cole's original. Yeah, recipe. we're crispy. Okay. Extra crispy. All right. What do you want for your? Uh, what do you want? Uh, Evens or odds? We want even for Die Hard. <laughs> even for Die Hard. <laughs> so vengeance wins. <laughs> we got a ten. It's odd again. We got a ten. So it's even. Oh. Yeah. So even for Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard wins. Wow. So I was Woo. right, Die Hard. All right. So now it is fifth Unbreakable. Element. No, I'm sorry. Yep, Unbreakable versus Fifth Element. Well, I thought, um, um, why did I write Armageddon down then? Because you're a cheater. Because you wanted fifth, to, because yeah. your subconscious so, screamed at you. So Fifth Element. Armageddon had won for you, and then it got overruled by the RNG. That's what it is. <laughs> fifth Element versus Unbreakable. Fifth Element. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I just I go with my gut. It's never steered me wrong before. Fifth Element is a funner watch, but Unbreakable is a better film. You also gotta think that this movie is going up against Die Hard. Well, it doesn't matter. Either of them's gonna lose. I'll say Fifth Element for rewatchability. Yeah, I'll say Fifth Element. Yeah, I'm reliving the the Chris Tucker and the Gary Oldman and Milo Jovovich and Luke Besson. I mean, and Luke Perry? <laughs> Come on. Thank you. You're gonna, you got Luke Perry at the last minute there. Yeah, I'm uh, Fifth Element here. Fifth Element has all the lollies, jollies, and 
Lick him lollies. Lick him lollies. So look, so, I, yeah. I, I I I did this wrong, but we still are fifth element and die hard against each other. Even though I <laughs> we we forgot the four, we're still it was there. Fate. Yeah, it was still it was fate. So die hard versus fifth element, ladies and gentlemen. Discuss. Ooh, so one of the best science fiction films ever put on. Look who's on the celluloid the bag. The bandwagon. There was a little bit of sarcasm in there, or the the movie that still. 30 years later is still the formula for action films, action heroes, the everyday man. Mm-hmm. The wrong, the right guy in the wrong place. Right. Kind of a, kind of a, which is the fifth elements deal too, right? It's sort of the same. I, they, Bruce Willis basically plays the same guy. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, he's, it's like, do you want him the first time he played it or the 12th time he played it? And, um, Again, bad guy. If you're if you're if we're comparing movies, like the bad guys are both excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Zorg and you know Hans Gary Gruber Oldman. both. You know, both you know what um, Gary Oldman based his villain on? It was two people. I can't or two characters. I can't remember. It's what. like it's Elmer Fudd. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And um and um that that designer. There's a designer. There's like a clothing designer. Versace? I forget. Yeah, it was one of there's somebody like that. He did. Tommy Hilfiger. Right. <laughs> some Euro, some weirdo Euro It was designer. uh it was Mark Polo. <laughs> <laughs> that joke that joke started early. <laughs> uh so I, I will have to say but the thing that the argument I make for Die Hard is because uh if you watch the movies that made us or whatever, Die Hard spawned that genre of everyday because everyone said they said John McClain played by Bruce was a Willis. Pussy. Was gonna who this guy's gonna be an action star because previously it was Stallone, it was Schwarzenegger, yeah. it was you know Dolph Lundgren, like every muscle bound steroid mm-hmm. huge dude would play that lead in the action role. Well, but Bruce Willis came in and everyone like the guy from Moonlighting is gonna play in an action movie. Yeah, like and plus and plus John McClane gets his ass kicked. Yeah, I mean he comes out of there right. looking like hamburger, which yes. which is not the which was not the which was not the um, action movie ideal, right? Right. That, the action movie ideal was that the action hero never got shot, never got messed up, never got never broke a sweat unless it was the sun glistening down on him. <laughs> a rippling biceps. <laughs> right. That's a, right. So be, yeah. So to, for me, it's gonna be it's gonna be Die Hard. Well, yeah. John McClane is the Nirvana to Arnold Schwarzenegger's Poison. You leave Poison out of this. <laughs> Unskinny butt. It was nothing but a good time. Changing the name, changing the game. Um, yeah, it was a sea change. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it's it, the the fashion person you were talking about is Jean Paul Gaultier that Gary Oldman <laughs> used as inspiration in The Fifth Element. Yep, that was close. Um, I'm going to pick Die Hard. I can't. You can't. I mean, is there, is there any chance that Die Hard doesn't win the bracket when we started it? I right. thought, you know, I, I probably would have gone with Vengeance because again, I just hold a special place in my heart in a way that Die Hard is, is everyone's movie. Vengeance is for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a real married man. <laughs> Spoken like a guy that goes against the grain. Right. So Die Hard wins all around. I, I guess. Yep. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to slight Fifth Element. It's not really a slight because it won that right side of the bracket. But you can't go up against Die Hard. I mean, because then every movie going forward, like right. Die Hard on a on a train, was under siege. Yep. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they Die Hard. Sudden on- death was Die Hard in a hockey rink. Okay. No, not sudden death. Sudden <laughs> impact. Sudden impact? Sudden, no, it's sudden. No, sudden death. Yeah, sudden, sudden death. death. Yeah, yeah. Sudden death. You looked at me. It's like second guessed myself. Terror, <laughs> terror goes into you know, overtime. So, so those of you who've listened for the last forty-five minutes and were surprised that Die Hard won. 
There were some upsets. They just, you know, the one yeah. seed came through. That's right. The random number. I would generator. like to point out that uh, I, I'm I'm a little upset that striking distance didn't make it to the bracket. Oh, see, yeah. uh, I had some of the when I first did it. I had uh, striking distance. I had where's it at? Uh, what was the the color right. the color of something? Color of night. Color of night, and there was. I'm not um, voting for Bruce Willis's penis. Yeah, what was well, sixteen blocks? Wasn't color of night like the Bruce Willis? Um, what's the not a fish called Wanda, but the other one, the something, something something game. What was the movie in the eighties with the the chick that had the dick? Because oh, was God. it crying was, game? Crying yeah, the crying game. Because wasn't it yeah. the the girl that he falls in love with was really. Didn't she lie? And she was originally wasn't she a man before no, or something? Was, she was she was posing in their therapy group as a boy. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, God, I mean, you could pull on the Bruce Willis stuff. Holy shit! Uh, what was the other one that was on here that was like I didn't think anyone had seen? Sixteen and, blocks. You, I Sixteen blocks is a fucking good movie. So was Lucky Number Eleven. Um, yeah. Okay, and then the Jackal, but we ended up putting that on there. So, so here's the only thing about striking distance, Ty, is there's that there's the the his cousin, his uncle, and his cousins are played by Farina, Sizemore, and Pastorelli, and it's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's too much Goomba. For me. I can't. No, it's just over the top. I just, I, I tried. I actually was on recently, and I was watching it. I was like, I got to turn this off. Wasn't can't, um, can't deal. Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah, and yeah. a very, very, a very strong performance <laughs> from Sarah Jessica Parker. But uh, I gotta go yeah, back that, and watch some of these old the, Bruce the triumvirate, the the uh, the the Dottillo detective family was yeah. pushing me off. Like it was too much. It's too much for me. We missed the siege. That was a good one. Oh man, the that siege was, was yeah. I don't say that's a. I wouldn't say that's a Bruce Willis that's film. Martial Law. Uh, Denzel Washington, Bruce Willis, yep. and and I think you're thinking of Color of Night was the '94 movie. Yeah. That you had on you know, there. I realized that you said Color of Night, and I said it's Kim Basinger, but it's it's Jane March. And I realized now I'm confusing Color of Night with Blind Date. Blind which Date. Is oh, Wilson, that was yeah. Basinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was Blind another one. worth mentioning, by the way. Yeah. And I think Look Who's Talking got vetoed because it was just voiceover stuff. Yeah, because right? I tried doing a bracket that was animation. It was Look Who's Talking Over the Hedge. And, but those got vetoed, so I pulled them out. Yeah, pass on Fair. those. Fair. All right, so let's do some dad jokes. We'll, we'll wrap up the show. We're going to do uh, Seven Days a Geek versus Two on Three. Dad joke off. Best dad jokes. All right. So how All do you, right. you guys want to do this? We're, okay, we're going to look at each other in the eyes here, and we're going to tell our joke. And if we get you guys to crack or anything, we get a point. Okay. All right. So, Sounds good. We go cross. You, you take Ty, I'll take Chris. Well, I mean, I can go get the dress on if you want. <laughs> There's one for me. Don't threaten me at the good time. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That was a dirty dad joke. Two on three. Seven dag. Let's do some points. All right. So we'll start with you and we'll just. Oh, I get to start. All right. So uh, I'm going to go with my I'm going to go with my strongest up yeah. first. I get um, the one that made me fucking laugh. I made you giggle really hard. All right. So I got I got Chris, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, both of them, but Chris. Oh, I got two. Both of them. Okay. Yeah. Take on two guys at once. If one of them breaks, we get a point. All right. So um, two goldfish are in a tank. One says to the other, do you know how to drive this thing? Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, they, you know they wanted to laugh. We've, I think we, I pulled that here, joke on our show. Before. Oh, oh, man. Here's, here's the thing. We've, we've been reading this dad joke calendar for a year and a half now. <laughs> I so. laughed so fucking hard when I read that. <laughs> All, right. All right. So So at the beginning of the show, I said that I try to write a dad joke. For yes. the show every week. Now, 
I'm always of the mind that I discovered dad jokes. I don't write them like because every dad joke has probably already been written, but I would uncover them for myself. So kind of new to me. Okay. Okay. Is what is how I approach this because I'm sure if you you'd you'd probably find a version of every one of the jokes that I've quote unquote written on the internet somewhere. Right. Right. Because it feels pretty obvious. But uh, okay, so here's my first one. I was stopped trying to bring roadkill onto an airplane. I told him it was my carry-on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're going to lose at this. Yeah, we're stupid idiots. That's why. And we've probably had four beers. <laughs> yeah, we've had four beers. Uh, I, I I held it together until I goodness. spelled out carry-on in my head. I was laughing before he started. Uh... <laughs> okay. <Damn>. Compose <laughs> yourself, young Sorry. man. Why do melons have weddings? Because they can't elope. No, nah, that was a smile. We got that. You get, you get a count of smiles? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Too good at this. <laughs> I was just, that was a courtesy smile. <laughs> <laughs> he just did it to make you feel good. a pretty good. good one. We're going up against the pros here. Right, I know. You're fucking blowing it, Jason. Sorry. Sorry. Nothing's funny anymore. That's right. It's all used up. All right, a man turns to his wife and says, Terrible news. Our neighbor died. His wife replies, Who? Ray? Disgusted, the man turns away and spits. I don't think cheering is appropriate, Karen. Hmm. No. Who, Ray? <clears throat> I got it. <laughs> so last week I was backing up out of the driveway and the kids were in the back seat. And I turned to them and I said, You know what? This really brings me back. <laughs> I got him on that one. That's, that's, really that's my favorite one because I do that to the kids every time, and I get the cringy groans and the eye rolls every time. They fucking hate me. <laughs> all right. Um. Oh, here's mine. Your mom is so fat. Her favorite soccer team is KFC. I don't get that. One. Yeah, it's a soccer joke. All soccer clubs are FCs. I'm telling you, it's a better joke if you say Kentucky FC. Dang it! Dang I it. still think it's KFC is the funnier joke. Okay. Anyway, we're, we've disagreed on this. We're yeah, one for forever. one. That's a swing and a miss. How does a penguin build its house? It glues it together. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture a stupid penguin just gluing some ice together. That's why I laughed at that one. I love penguins. Igloo. It glues it together. Okay. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for bringing Don't you get it? Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Isn't that part of a dad joke? You got to say, to you, hey, did you not get it? <laughs> I think so. Don't you, don't you get it? It's because they're so damn stupid. <laughs> so don't I'm stupid. landing planes over here. <laughs> All right. How do you think the unthinkable? With an iceberg, of course. <laughs> Just no. The lisp, the lisp joke. The lisp almost got me, but. <laughs> I know, I tried. I was going for physical humor there. I thought I might get you. You almost got me. That was a nice one, though. I had to, I had to fight that one back. All right, so uh, two muffins are in the oven. One muffin looks over at the other muffin and says, man, it's hot in here. The second muffin goes, holy shit, a talking muffin. <laughs> I like that construction. I like that joke construction. It's a funny <laughs> Okay, so we got two against one. 
I th- I'd like to point out that both of my jokes have gotten laughs. So I'm, I'm laugh. dying over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Hey, I need to get a large singing ensemble. You mean a choir? Okay. I need to acquire a large singing <laughs> ensemble. <laughs> yeah, you broke me. <laughs> okay, acquire. All right. Oh. That was a good one. I told my girlfriend she drew her eyebrows too high. She seemed surprised. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> I like that one. I really do. <clears throat> oh, I'm trying to figure out what card to pull here. He's gauging our sense of humor. He is. <laughs> a man rushes into the hospital and says to the charge nurse, my father, is he here? He was in a terrible car accident. The nurse faces him solemnly and says, I'm sorry, your dad was pronounced dead. The man pauses before replying, I'm so embarrassed. I've been saying it this way my entire life. So is my dead Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That shouldn't have broke me. Yeah. Is it my turn? Your turn. I think it's my turn. Uh, Did you guys hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great food, great service, no atmosphere. Okay, they don't get it. They're not science nerds like me. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to NASA. You didn't go to space camp or what? <laughs> oh, space camp. Good pull. French fries. All right. All right. So, um, let's see. My Filipino cousin's a contortionist. You could say he's a manila folder. Mm-mm. Oh, the <laughs> manila folder joke. I appreciate it. Thank you. <clears throat> After my dinner, after my dinner, after dinner, my wife, my wife asked if I could clear the table. <laughs> this is the one. Free laugh that got me, by is, the way. This is the one that I couldn't read it to Cole. <laughs> okay. After dinner, my wife asked if I could clear the table. I needed a running start, but I made it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I want to laugh, but I don't want to give you the satisfaction. Okay. I thought that was going to be a fart joke. No, no. <laughs> we need a good fart joke. Someone say this. Someone, yeah. Someone, someone call it a couple of the good fart joke. That, the visual of that when I was reading it, like I just fucking, I broke down trying to read it to Cole. All right. How do you find Will Smith in the snow? You follow the Fresh Prince. I'd heard that one before. It's good. That's a good one, See, though. if you've heard it before, it's hard to hit. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a classic. It's one of my favorites. All right, I saved my best for last. <clears throat> so this is the this one's going to bring it home. All right. It's my turn, right? Yeah. I'm trying to follow. Uh, By the way, it's three to two us. Oh, okay. We're, we're winning? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm about ready to seal the deal. I don't know okay. about this scorekeeping. Let's go <laughs> I don't the, either, but that's what I've got. <laughs> let's, go to the, let's go to the random let's number. Let's go back generator. to replay. Listeners, let us know. Uh, so, guys, my uh, wife went into labor last week. I called the, uh, the hospital and asked for some advice. The nurse asked, is this her first child? I replied, no, this is her husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's funny. They're, they're holding strong. Tough crowd. I know that one, too. You've broke me every time, Cole. Well, that's because you love me. That's true. No, I'm not sleeping with you. Fine. 
trying to pick a I'm trying to pick a good one here. Gotta uh gotta figure one gotta 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 bring one home. Let's see here. Pregnant just pick one. Pause. Yeah, great radio. This is awesome. So So I was saying hey, the other hey, day. Mm-hmm. Respect. The uh oh wait a minute, where was, like, where was that joke? I was attacked by a group of mimes. They did unspeakable things to me. I like it, but I'm not <laughs> laughing at it. <laughs> oh. Why did the why did the invisible man turn down the job offer? He just couldn't see himself doing it. He laughed. Got him. There, I laughed. There was an audible. Yeah, you, there was. You did like a courtesy chuckle. There was a yeah. I do this for Ty. Unfortunately, it's reflexive now. Well, <laughs> well I'm taking a reflexive point. All right. <laughs> Fair. I told a, a job opportunity joke on, on this last week's show. I said uh, I was at a job interview. They asked me if I could perform under pressure. I said, I don't think so, but I could try Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that was a good one. I remember that one. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's my final. We'll see how this goes. Did you hear the song about the tortilla? Actually, it's more of a rap. I like it. But I'm not laughing. (laughs) Really had to hold it in. I'll never be able to... I'll never be able to sleep knowing... Like, I have to wait for the Afterlife database to know if I pulled the right jokes here because I had so many. (laughs) (laughs) I would have gone with a maturity level probably below a fourth grader. Right, yeah. Yeah, children. We'd have gone, yeah, children. exactly. We, we were perhaps too high-minded. They need to be immature, sexual, or dirty. You That's... guys say big words. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what they mean. The lift, <laughs> the lift almost broke me, no. <laughs> the th- How about this? Can I, can I throw a bonus one yeah, in here? How about this one? Do it. I bought, a to- I bought a toilet brush yesterday. I got to say I really prefer the paper. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a... That yeah, you should have used that one. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, I don't get that one. I should have gone, <clears throat> gone with the poop jokes. Toilet, toilet, brush. Uh, toilet paper. Okay, toilet I got paper. it now. He uses the paper. Yeah. He's using the brush. Should have used the three seashells instead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Every time. Tune in next week when we get back together and do Stallone movies. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, so the score, if, if I if I did that right, we can go back and we can check the tape, but it was uh, Seven Days of Geek 4, uh, 2 on 3, 2. So they got us right away, but then we held strong with our nonverbal laughs. And cause, only because Chris couldn't stifle, stifle his courtesy laugh response. Yeah, thank you for that. And also, the muffin one was great. Uh, okay, that's it. We give you an hour and 48 minutes. This is, well, if you've listened to the 7 Days of Geek show, you know that we can barely do under two hours. So uh, thanks, guys. It was. Uh, I'm glad we got to get together and do all this. Your, your segments are awesome, and it made uh, a little bit of fun. Something for us to sway and do something different uh, for this week of the show. Fun. Well, thanks, thanks for having for us. I had a great time, yeah. Appreciate you guys. Happy to take you guys away from your normal life and have you stare at us for two hours. <laughs> if you want to check out our show, you can find us on Twitter at 2on3pod or you can hit us up uh, on the web at 2on3pod.com. Perfect. Perfection. That's it. And listeners, you know where to find us, but if you don't, go to... Oh, well, you know what? We'll tell you your listeners where to find us. Uh, all of our go. shows are available on monkeypoostudios.com. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shows, uh, but the 7 Days a Geek podcast, you can find everywhere podcasts are heard. It's the number 7 Days a Geek. Uh, I am the Angry Ginger. You can find me over at Twitter at S7EVEN Days a Geek. And Neighbor Cole, where can they find you? You can find me at Neighbor Cole. That's N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R Cole on the Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook as well if you just search in your search bar, 7, the number 7, Days of Geek. We got a little 
impromptu fan page there as well. So check us out. And here's what we do. We ask our listeners one thing. If you're going to listen to the show, get to know us a little bit. Take the three-episode challenge. So listen to the most current episode. Go back to or stay subscribed and listen to the two coming up. We are doing our monthly wrap-up. So we've got uh, every month we, we recycle. We do a weekly watch parties. So there's a new movie for each host. And then at the end of the month, we do a humiliation round. And whoever picked the worst movie has to do a little something that we torture them with. So. And you can also get all your dad jokes that you need in your life. Because we all need those three. from two on three. Yeah, that was those. fun. Good time. Good segment, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a great night. See you. You too. See you later.